back. Another episode from the stands. Another wild weekend in college football. Jacob, Clemson Tigers, man, pulling out an upset. How you feeling, buddy? Hey, dude, I feel like a weight's lifted off of my shoulders and Dabo's shoulders and everybody. We're we're happy to be here. How the many uh, share? How many shares you buy in the old Clemson stock there? Uh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm still gonna hold on that. Um, after one game. Uh, Clint, how you feeling, man? Big win over Jacksonville State. We beat a uh, actually a pretty good coach and a seventh year quarterback with two kids. Come how you feeling on. about the Gamecocks? Which one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Gamecocks are we talking about? That, here? That's what I'm saying. That's why I said last week um, it was a win win either way. Right. No, I don't feel great. I mean, that was one of the ugliest wins we've ever had. Um, <laughs> I'm buying stock because I'm a dumb fan, but I'm prepared to lose all my money. So well, there's that. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. Um, before we get into the the games, just based on the the number one team and the number two team plan, um, do you guys think there's going to be a shakeup in the college football rankings? Ohio State kind of struggled with Rutgers there, pulled it out. Georgia, obviously, ranked team versus Missouri, close game. You think there's going to be any changes? Georgia was already two, right? They yes. were two, yeah. Yes. No, I don't think it'll change because I, at least for what it looked like, the the, and we talked about it. It seems like the committee puts a lot into resume, and not so much of how you look. Um, so even though Ohio State not looking super dominant, they they still have some of the best wins. Um, and Georgia is already at number two, so I don't think they're they're gonna jump up over Ohio State. Um. What's your likeliness of uh, one to ten scale? One to ten, like ten being the most likely of Georgia hopping over Ohio State. Well, Georgia didn't look super great either. I mean, they played a tough-ish team, but uh, they didn't. They did not go and blow out Missouri. So I, I would say like five percent chance they. I would say even less than that, like two percent chance they they jump Georgia over uh, Ohio State. I got it. So. A one to ten scale, two percent, whatever that means. <laughs> That's what I was. <laughs> no, gonna... I'm just kidding. But no, the, the only reason I even <laughs> brought that up is because they beat a ranked team. Obviously, it was close. Right. Ohio State was... being a not ranked team. That's why. Yeah, that's why I kind of <laughs> asked that question. I'm just going to sip my tea. I heard Jacob say chance, so then my, my brain went like Rain Man with numbers. But then I, I, don't know, I saw it. him smile, and I went back and was like, oh, he did say one in 10. <laughs> that's good. I did. Yeah, it's all good. Okay. So you'd probably be like a three or a four maybe chance. Well, that's, that's not 5%. That's, no, that's well, like 60%. Like okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. that's true. Okay. Oh, wait, I can't because you said one in 10, so I guess one. one I can't one, go sub one. I would honestly give it maybe like a five or six. I think there's a slight chance that they could. Um, Rutgers is a good team. Oh, we'll get into it. Um, but really? Missouri was 12th in the nation based on the playoff rankings. Rutgers was obviously not up there. And Georgia, the past couple weeks, has looked really good, and they've beaten Kentucky, which at the time we thought was kind of decent, and they beat Florida, which at the time we thought kind of decent. Um, they, they could because Georgia's been the number one team for a couple of years, and I hope they don't add that into this year, but you just never know with the committee. So I think there's a decent chance, but I wouldn't be surprised if Ohio State stays right there. Um, because I know when we get into the high state game, like we'll look at the stat line and stuff, and like Rutgers actually outgained them and stuff like that. So it's kind of interesting. Even with them, even with the Missouri win, though, Ohio State still has the better wins. No, I, I yeah, definitely so that, agree. So yeah, that and that's what I'm curious about. Because if you still take a, a step yeah. back, I think Ohio State still has a better resume. But if it's based on a recency thing, like yeah, 12th team in the nation will win. So that, I won't be surprised either way. I'm I'm thinking they don't shake things up too much. 
I mean, I think Georgia is better than Ohio State. So, well, I think we, I think yeah, we all agree, Michigan. I'm sorry, Georgia and Michigan is probably better than Ohio State. Yeah, probably. I, I, I would say, yeah. But yeah, now that you said, especially bringing a mission again, I bet they won't because it's still there to figure itself out. You know, in a few weeks. Yeah, so they, they probably won't. Clint, you're probably you're probably right <laughs> more than I am. So yeah, I got. You. No, I was just I was just curious. I mean, it's, I was wrong last time. I you know, but I'll probably be wrong again. We'll see. We'll find out. Uh, on here in a couple days. Um, all right, well, let's get into it. So, Ohio State Rutgers, um, pretty, pretty slow start. Um, Rutgers had that crazy, like, fumble, Ruski type play. Um, didn't score on it, though, but got all the way down there in, inside the red zone, got tackled, didn't end up scoring. Um, they had a, I, I think their defense played really well. And then at the end, I just saw some crazy Marvin Harrison kind of doing his thing. Um, one of that last touchdown he had, the body control, and that was insane. Like, I literally saw that highlight, and I was like, "Yeah, this guy's going top ten easily in the draft, if not higher." I mean, that's just <laughs> unteachable. Um, but yeah, that that didn't. Uh, I that if I think if the final score would have been closer, I I would I would have been more leaning towards Georgia taking that number one spot. They ended up pulling away, ended up winning thirty five sixteen. The spread was eighteen and a half. They of course win by nineteen. So shout out to Vegas for whatever voodoo they possess. Um, <laughs> it's it's working quite quite well. Um, yep. Jacob, I'll start with you on this one, man. What what do you think about this game? And uh, going forward, obviously, we just kind of covered a decent amount of it. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those games where you just kind of pull out the win. Um, Ohio State did not have a very good first half. I think the score was what seven to six at halftime. Um, Ohio State was winning by one. And the whole college football landscape was kind of like, whoa, look at Ohio State. They're struggling with Rutgers. What's going on here? Um, then they had a much better second half. That's coaching adjustments and just the depth we've talked about multiple times in the pod before. Um, but Rutgers is a good team. And like I said earlier, they, they actually outgained um, Ohio State. And I think that is more the reason why I think Ohio State could be looked at, even with that resume, and be like, okay, yeah. Like we're all saying, Georgia and Michigan are probably better than Ohio State. They just have. That one little, they just struggle on offense. And that's weird to say because you, you see Marvin Harrison Jr. He's like, well, that's the easiest thing in college football. I just throw it up to him and he's not struggling. But is that going to be enough when he is double and maybe even triple teamed against some of these better teams? Um, but as far as this game, they, they kind of pulled out a win there at the end, um, dominated Rutgers in the second half. So uh, High State just keeps, keeps rolling. Do, do y'all feel any different about Ohio State before I go on my little spiel uh, after this game, or is this kind of just the Ohio State we've seen for most of the year? Yeah, I think it's I think it's kind of the same way I felt before this game. Uh, I agree. Not, nothing. Yeah, nothing surprised me really. Right. Yeah, this and I know like <clears throat> go, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say this is kind of like what I thought they were. You know, yeah, they really good defense, kind of struggling offense here and there. Go ahead. Yeah, and I mean. Uh, let's let's give Rutgers some credit, man. They're they're a decent team this year. I know they're kind of the, the the brunt of the joke most years in the Big Ten. That's not the case this year. Rutgers actually have a solid team. They're not great, but they're they're pretty good. Um, yeah, this is exactly kind of how Ohio State has been for most of the year. And honestly, uh, what Travion Henderson? He's kind of the reason this they kind of won this game. He. I had like 128 yards rushing and another, I think he was the leading receiver. He had like five catches for 80 yards and he's a running back. Which is wild with um, Harrison on there. Yeah, for Ohio, Ohio, yeah, for Ohio State, that's odd. And they have uh, a 
Egbuka or however you say his name, they have him back too at wide receiver. Um, so it's just it's weird. I mean, McCord was throwing up to Harrison Jr. in triple coverage, had a, an interception. I mean, they're just not that good on offense. Uh, and maybe it's a lot to do with McCord. I don't know. Uh, but it's a good thing they got uh, Henderson back at, at running back because he's, if not, this game probably will look a little bit different. And we might be talking about one of the biggest upsets we've seen in a long time. Um, but hey, they won. That's that's the important thing. That could, you know, we just talked about the committee looks like they're putting a lot of weight in uh, you know, wins, regardless of how they look and your you know who you beat. And yeah, Rutgers isn't the greatest team, but they're not they're definitely not uh some dumpster fire team. So uh congrats to Ohio State. Uh, they made it through another week and uh we'll we'll see how this offense looks. I think honestly, I think Michigan is gonna expose it's gonna expose Ohio State, but we'll see. Is that so? But if they do that, I, I think you're right. I think they're going to expose them. Joking or not, how much is the whole science thing scandal going to overshadow that? Or is it not at this point? Because then you're not, you're obviously not going to be stealing the signs, the signs then. He's, Stallions is no longer part of the program, um, which we didn't talk about that, but he resigned or got fired. Mm-hmm. Which I story you read. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard he got fired, then I saw he resigned. So who the hell knows? But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I guess maybe it's, it's he, probably, not, he probably still has his pension or severance and everything. Yeah, yeah, honestly. <laughs> uh, well, here's a good litmus test. Doesn't Michigan play Penn State this coming week? They do. They do. They do. And Ohio State just played them not too long ago, so this is going to be a good like visual cue as to you know because they have that's a common opponent. It wasn't like Ohio State played Penn State way early in the year, and Penn State was a different team then. It's pretty close. So you're going to see probably through that game how much different Ohio State and Michigan are. Um, so, uh, you know, we'll see, obviously. But uh, that, I just I just feel like Ohio State has kind of – they beat good teams, but it's it's going to come to a head with this offense. And we've seen Michigan. They have a great defense. I, I get it. They haven't played super tough competition, but I I mean, they're destroying those teams. So, yeah, um, yeah we'll see. We know Michigan has to play at Penn State, too, and we'll get to that more Wednesday. Is, but Is game day going right. there? Do you know, Jacob? I don't know if it's been announced yet. I'll look that up as we're talking. But as as um, high as I've been on Penn State this year, I think that's going to be an ugly game. Actually, like in favor of Michigan. Yeah, I just. Or you mean ugly? It's in like just a dog fight. No, I think Michigan is just going to. I think it's going to be. Mm. I don't think it's going to be close. And I wouldn't have said that a few years yeah. ago. Michigan wins that game, regardless of like how the other games play out. If Michigan wins that game. You think Michigan jumps a couple spots? I think they got to jump one. Right? Well, I don't know who who does Georgia play next week. So they play. Well, Georgia plays Ole Miss, ranked number ten. So it's gonna be it'd be mm. a higher ranked win. So maybe not. It'd be a higher ranked yeah. win for them. Um, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That that is, that is gonna be interesting. Yeah, I just got a feeling, dude. Michigan's just gonna. I think that offense is too good, man. Yeah, the whole team, man. You watch them. I, I hate to do the whole, they look like a professional team playing college because it's just not the same, but they look very well put together, obviously well coached, very good at, you know, using the signs they steal. Um, <laughs> That's the thing. You want, it's, it's one thing to steal them. It's one thing to use them <laughs> correctly. Yeah, so shout out to them. Well, now they're talking about like, did Harbaugh know like the whole manifesto that what is his face had? Like, Ah, it's just getting messy now. Now the the whole Big Ten, all the coaches are like demanding him be suspended. Now they're talking about how many games do you suspend? Is it two? And keep him, you know, allow him to coach for the 
Ohio State game is do you do three? I, I think you got to wait till next year. I think weird. there's so much going on. You got to investigate this and just un- just make it next year. Like because to me it was like a scapegoat thing with uh with Stallions because the uh, the statement made by him or his team was like, you know, to my knowledge, Harbaugh or the staff did not tell anyone to go out and commit any type of recruiting or uh, uh, scouting violations or infractions you know the, the typical bs of you know mm-hmm. the, the political yeah. speak if you will but yeah yeah so game day hasn't revealed their next next week's location but they kind of have hinted at um or there's been rumors that they're going to athens georgia for Ole Miss at georgia but okay we'll i mean that that, that makes sense a, a 10-2 matchup it wouldn't surprise me what i mean back to back sec games maybe they try to mix it up but uh, or it yeah. would be back to back if they were to choose. But I mean, the way Ole Miss actually, I'd say back. Well, we'll get into it. But Ole Miss had a close one too. But all right, well, let's let's move on from that. Um, let's talk about Georgia and Missouri. Um, uh, Georgia, I believe, was like fourteen point <clears throat> favorites. Um, ended up one in thirty to twenty one. Late interception. They ended up uh, winning that one. Look, I I told you guys I thought it was gonna be close. Um. And even at the end, man, I, I it wasn't a game I got to sit down and actually watch the whole thing. But I actually had had a feeling that Missouri was maybe going to come out and, and pull an upside there for a little bit. But give Georgia credit for you know something they haven't really had to do. Not that they haven't had to do this year, but versus a team that came with some some more hype than they've had come in and, and maybe some pressure actually on them. You know, obviously Auburn was like a close game. I don't think the, the pressure was on them in that way, and and even the Florida game. But um, do Missouri's a real team, man? Um, but uh, Georgia still got it done. Missouri covered the old 14, 30 to 21. How do you guys feel about this? Uh, you know, with, with the way Georgia played, is it is it a knock on Georgia? Just more of a statement that Missouri is actually a legitimate team? Uh, I would say the latter. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's really a knock on Georgia. Listen, Georgia hasn't really, up until like late, they haven't really just, you know, absolutely destroyed a bunch of teams. And this is the toughest team they played all year. Uh, so I, I they still won. They still won by. T- yeah, I didn't look the, like the greatest, but I mean, it's still a big win. That's a ranked win. Missouri is really good. They're really well coached. They scheme their offense really well. Um, are they perfect? No. Do they have near as much talent as Georgia? No. So Georgia should have won this game, and they did. Uh, I guarantee though, Kirby Smart's not happy about you know how some of these things look. So uh, it's honestly kind of. Uh, something they needed like a play, play a decent team so they could take some good notes and take that in, into the practice and uh, the film room and uh, probably just make them even better right. you know finishing out the season yeah I, I really don't think this is a knock on georgia um i know it was in athens so you kind of have you know home field advantage there but um Jacob, real quick you you made a point last week about uh all their home games they played is it does it annoy anyone else that they like don't play on the road it seems like, <laughs> dude, it annoys me just like <laughs> at least so Victor, far. Victor Wimbanyana, like how he's just got the biggest advantage in the world. Uh, he's just like seven feet, six inches tall, whatever the hell he is. He's just so much taller than everybody. It's like, well, it's hard to root for the guy because he's just so much it's like trying to root for LeBron James. He's just so physically gifted. It's hard to root for him. Georgia, they're one of the best teams, got probably the best roster in the nation. And yet here they are on their almost trying to three peat and they get all these easy games and they get a lot of them at home it's like bro come Dude, on they've played two away games one neutral site next week is, that, Ole Miss yeah. is at home they go to tennessee and go to georgia tech 
Like, come on. Yeah. I mean, go to, t- go to Tennessee would be like solid, but yeah, like, if that's your toughest game all year, it's just at Tennessee. That's, that is, that's, that's literally going to be yeah. their toughest game is at Tennessee. Yeah. Now to be fair, these are, these are scheduled out years in advance. So yeah, I mean, there's, and for Georgia's sake, you can really tell that Missouri and Tennessee have looked pretty decent this year. So like that's to benefit them. Otherwise it would be yeah. even worse. But, uh, listen, Hey, Tennessee could catch Georgia. Georgia's awesome. not perfect. They couldn't. And this Tennessee is, put a whooping on whoever the hell they played. UConn. I mean, it was UConn. Yeah, but yeah, still, yeah. still. Yeah. They didn't, you know, I mean, weird, weird things have happened. Yeah. This year alone, we've had crazier upsets. Um, and I think Jacob and probably you too, JC, have talked about, you know, throughout the season. This is just one of those years where the, that, that gap between that, that, the top echelon of teams and the rest of, you know, the, the next 15 teams are, it's not that it, it's not as big as it right. was in years prior. Um, so yeah, it could happen. But my bad, Jay. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just, I was looking at that. I was like, I'm annoyed. <laughs> it's just, annoying. no, you're good. I'm annoyed at it too. But, uh, no, it, if you told me that the Georgia was going to hold Luther burden to just five, three catches and 53 yards, like I think that's pretty much the game right there. I mean, Brady Cook's been playing out of his mind this year. Luther Burden was like almost in the Heisman conversation um, on the on the far end of it, but he was up there. Um, so Missouri is no slouch. I mean, the, the resume kind of speaks for themselves playing Kansas State, beating them by three. We see how decent Kansas State is. Uh, playing LSU close, and we obviously saw that was a pick six late to kind of make it a 10-point game. And then at Kentucky, I mean, like this is not a knock on Georgia in my mind. They kind of just – live and survive past this and just kind of continue going. So good for them, I guess. Because <laughs> it's hard to cheer, cheer for them, you know what I'm saying? So I uh, know. I could, I, I could smell the sour. Because it's like Bama back here. in the day. You know, Bama still would play these cupcakes, and they had a more tough schedule, you know, through the SEC and stuff. And that's the thing. Georgia can't control – it's like what people said about Clemson for years. The Clemson can't control how bad the ACC is, you know, that's the, the Georgia can, mm. can't control how bad the SEC is this year. Like if Missouri is their best competition until they get possibly Bama, you know, they, they can't control that. But, um, they, so, you know, they do make their own schedule. So. Well, it would have been different. They were supposed to play Oklahoma non-conference. And then obviously with them coming to, to the start SEC, the year, yeah. they, they, they took that That's away. Uh, but, you know, to your point, Jacob, if you would have told me that Luther Burden would have been held to that stat line, I would say that the game probably wasn't that close at all. But shout out to Missouri for you know, going to their other weapons or running back and the other receivers and, and actually keeping it close. Um, so I, I think the coach is doing a, a really good job down there. And unfortunately, they're in one of the, you know, they're in a tough division down there. Um, I, I, it'd be interesting to see what their schedule looks like next year since the SEC is going to know, you know, they're getting rid of comp or the divisions. So we'll see how Mich- or, uh, Missouri's schedule looks and uh, see how they can keep up with that. So also, I don't, I don't know how they're doing recruiting wise. So that'll be interesting to see as well. Um, all right, so a team we touched on briefly, <clears throat> move on to Michigan, uh, taking on uh, Purdue. Michigan came in ranked number three in the college football playoff rankings, a 41-13 to 13 win. I believe the spread was around 32, 32 and a half. if I'm not mistaken. 32 and a half. Um, 32 and a half, 32 yeah. and a half. It looks like this is the, to my understanding, uh, the first game J.J. McCarthy played uh, actually in the, uh, in the second half. I'm sorry, in the fourth quarter. Um, he's the only quarterback that had any stats at all. Um, but Blake Corum only ran, runs for less than 50 yards, but scores three touchdowns. So anytime they got close, they just handed it to him and, and they got the job done. Um, obviously there's a, there's a lot of talk going on and we, we've already mentioned it about the whole sign stealing thing. I, I'm hoping 
for their sake and because they are having such a good year if we just say investigate it and push it on to the offseason maybe in the next year i hope this doesn't put a it's gonna put a cloud over um the rest of the year but i think like it's not like it's some like fluke team type thing i mean they actually have the talent this year like like clint kind of alluded to you know maybe maybe not quite but pretty close to to an nfl level team the, the way they've been playing yeah i mean and we already talked about some of this. You know what's gonna be crazy if they do suspend him for the last three games of the year, and he was suspended for the first three and games and, of the year on their own, on their own doing. Their own, so because, if they win a championship, and their head coach wasn't even there <laughs> the year, that's that actually be so would be funny, crazy. Man. And I would be, I, dude. If I was hardball, I'd be look. You guys already were trying to suspend me. I appealed it. You took it away. I did it myself. No, I'm not sitting on the last three games. Screw you guys. I'll sit out next year well, again. It would have to be game. from the conference, wouldn't it? Because I think the NCAA has kind of already said like they're not gonna. Dude, NCAA do at this point, this man, like what? What are they like? No, like, I've like, been saying that for years. It's like don't don't come. You know, it, it's just like a roadblock with like fucking. Scott and it takes Kate. them, you like, know, you a year get right to get any, it. and it, get, it takes them a year to get anything accomplished too. So like that's what I'm saying. It's not going to come from the NCAA this year, um, and it's not going to come from the playoff. I think they're going to treat them fairly, and I think they should. Um, because obviously they're not going to be stealing any more signs the rest of the year. All these teams have got fresh signs. Everybody knows and stuff. And Stallions is gone. All those no Stallions, yeah. And, and all these uh cards they got and all these different you know signs they've already stolen. It's going to be doesn't mean anything at this point. So if Michigan wins the rest of these games, it's going to be because of them and their talent they got. And I don't think Harbaugh should be dealt with this year. But like all the Big Ten coaches have been kind of asking for it. But that's just because they're hurt and they're like, okay, yeah, you've been doing it. So like he's been cheating and blah 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 blah. Like. Big Ten, and they would be the only ones to suspend them, and I don't really know if they're going to get around to doing it because it hurts their TV money. If they suddenly don't have John Harbaugh and they suddenly have Michigan losing one or two games, it hurts their money, and that's that's what counts at the end of the day when it comes to this stuff is the money. What would, right, what would you rather see? Would you rather see him suspended and just see how they play it out for the rest of the year, or would you rather see the wait, Michigan wins a championship, and then they vacate their their championship off I, of I don't know. I don't know how you, how would you vacate this season if he's not there, you know? Are you going to vacate last year's? Like that's no, no, because he he will he will have been there. Like I'm saying, instead of suspending them, you let them play out the year. They end up winning a championship, maybe even a national championship, and Dude, I, then all you know they their findings come out. They're like, oh yeah, they definitely he knew about all this. This is my thing. And then but, they vacate. Like, but from now, from now until whenever they play whatever team's going forward, those teams are changing their signs. And if you're not, like yeah, fucking idiot. That's what I'm saying. I I right? prefer but to no, let like, him I see just... your point. It just seems. I'm just asking what you'd rather see. Like, I'd yeah. rather. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, look, they, might just, win it, they might win it without him. They got a good roster because something's happening. That's that's a guarantee. He's something. Whether he gets suspended, yeah. or Now, later, something's happening. Yeah, because there's no way this I, is just gonna like get swept under a rug. It's too. It's too big now. Right. Too big. There's too much evidence and stuff. But that's what I'm saying. This is a true investigation. So I always love the American way: innocent until proven guilty. And they're doing the investigation now. An investigation, a court case takes forever. I'm not saying this is a court case, but like the equivalent, it takes forever. So like, let this mm. season play out as it is. Just like and and vacate it if you find all this shit and you want to you want to punish Harbaugh, you want to punish Michigan, vacate it because then the people can still make their own true decision. Did OJ kill his wife? Did he not? Did freaking uh, what's his name? He, he definitely did. He definitely did. Exactly. Did. So, like, the court case says one thing, but everybody knows. Like, if yeah. if Harbaugh's gone yeah. the rest of this year, like, it's, it doesn't feel right in my mind, at least. Do you guys feel the same way I do that at this point in college, in major college football? There's nothing, not nothing. Something like this is, is, is going on. There's no chance the coach, like, doesn't know about it. 
No, he has to know. I, I in my eyes, especially a guy like Harbaugh, no chance. Right. I, I'm the same way. Yeah. I think as as in control as these coaches are, I'm not. I don't think you can say they know everything going on. But something like this, where he's going out and doing this, that's obviously an advantage. And this guy's on the sideline. Like you cannot tell me he has no idea this is right. going. Right. I, I like. I want to know. I wish I was a fly on the wall of like some of these other big programs who are sitting there, you know, doing, making doing some the same uh, shit. Pay Smart. pay phone phone calls to some other guys going, hey, you need to tighten up. We can't be getting well, right. caught. Hey, the guys that, like that aren't using their own fucking names going to different stadiums or yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Oh, yeah. You know that's yeah. going on. Oh man. All oh, right. All right. Uh, well, let's move on. Um ACC number four ranked Florida State. They were, I think, twenty point favorites, I believe, versus Pitt in them one in twenty four seven. Um Pitt ended up covering uh the points there. Um, Jordan Travis, 360 yards, a touchdown. Benson ran for almost 100 yards. Uh, look, I just we keep talking about it under the radar. At least I keep saying that, which is probably unfair to them. But another solid victory, nothing crazy. Um, if you want to get nitpicky, you can say this isn't a very good pit team. Notre Dame put 58 on them. Florida State only scores 24. But look, I, I'm kind of like, you know, one of you mentioned earlier. At, at this point, a win's a win. This point in the season, it's a conference game. Get the dub and uh, and move on to the next week. So, I, I don't think it's anything too crazy going on out there. No, I, I'm right there with you. Pitts two and seven for the listeners. Like they're not a great team. They had that one. Where did it come from? Louisville win. Um, and that's been their one thing. That's where people were kind of like, okay, FSU. You may want to watch it going up to play at Pitt, but twenty four seven. Like that sounds bad, but FSU was without uh two of their main weapons keon coleman and um johnny wilson so you know doing that they didn't win by one point like they did against boss college or whatever i don't even know if that was one possession whatever you want to call it um so jordan travis is what kind of makes this go and he's still through for 360 yards and a touchdown so um this is honestly you know a, a big win in my mind for florida state because they did it without some of their guys they normally do it with every week so um we knew FSU was good, and they're gonna they're gonna keep it rolling. Yeah, this was I was working this week. I didn't get, get to catch this game, but like JC mentioned, man, if like we talked about earlier, if you can if you make it through this deep in the season undefeated and get a win, even though it might not be the prettiest thing and uh, in the world, who cares, man? You won. Your guys are still mostly healthy. At this point in the year, that's by far the most important thing we can see by a lot of other teams that are struggling with injuries and God knows what else, aka Gamecocks and a ton of other teams. Yeah, you're 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 doing well if you're if you're winning even by a point and your guys are still healthy because uh, you know you still have something to look for next week. So <laughs> yeah, good win for them. I uh, uh, I'll probably have to go back and watch this just to get a good look. But um, yeah, yeah, not sweating too much. Listen, they got Miami next week. Is it next week? Uh, yeah, right. next week, North Alabama and then Florida. So, not 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 too easy, but definitely manageable. So, yep, yeah. Unfortunately, this was a weekend where I had some family in town, so I I didn't get to catch a lot of these games. Unfortunately, because this next one was one of the more exciting ones this weekend. Um, probably in a, a weekend where you don't have um, Alabama and LSU playing. I'm sure game day definitely would have been here. Um, but that's Washington. Um, traveling to USC, Washington coming in ranked number five, undefeated. USC seven and two. Washington ended up winning 
52-42. Dylan Johnson for Washington, I read, never ran for 100 yards in his career and then runs for what? 256 and four touchdowns. 256. Um, Dude was balling. Through the whole game, I think he had over 100 in the first half alone. Um, man, I mean, what what a back and forth, wild, um, emotional game. <laughs> USC, I saw today, ended up firing their defensive coordinator. Um, yep. Dude, do you guys like? It is obviously like somebody's got to take the fall for right, and especially in in college where it's it's different. Even though we have the portal and free agencies, pretty much like you're not just like getting rid of all these players it, at this point in the season. I don't know if firing a defensive coordinator is going to matter much because I think this is more of a a player issue than it is. I mean, this is what Lincoln Riley's what second year, so. I think if you asked him if he was able to get all the guys he wants on defense, something he's not known for anyway, I would imagine he would say no. So it's not like USC had a strong defense when he took over the program, and then now you're going to fire the defensive coordinator. I guess something's got to be done, whether he's just trying to appease the boosters, but I don't see how this helps them out at all going forward. If anything, it maybe hurts them, you know, maybe causing a little more chaos there as far as calling plays and that kind of thing. Or are you guys surprised, um, one, by how the game played out, and two, the fact that like what Washington drops 50 on you and now this is the problem because to me out of all the games Washington scoring 50 on you is maybe not the worst thing compared to yeah that's the most predictable one right how about when Colorado came back and scored however many points there in the third and fourth quarter right point so I'll I'll just interested to see you guys take on that yeah yeah I mean it's uh it's really Lincoln Riley kind of pushing the pressure off of him and blaming it on his defensive coordinator because you know, he's obviously the head coach, so he's in control of the whole team. But, you know, we always see him as the offensive guru and he's got these he's a quarterback whisperer and stuff like that. And he he never can have a defense. So he just kind of takes the pressure off of himself and fires Alex Grinch. Um yeah, this we saw this coming. I'm surprised he did it this moment. Um I think this is him kind of waving the white flag on the season because, you know, they have expectations there to, you know, make the playoff and and or at least a New Year's six bowl and now this being their third loss, you know, it is kind of getting a little out of reach for him. So I, I could see why he did it now. Cause that's actually their 10th game. Um, most people play nine games, I believe now. Um, so they only got two games left and then whatever bowl they got. Um, and they're, they're probably going to get another loss with Oregon next week. <laughs> so it's not looking too hot. Um, of course, but as far as this game goes, this was, I was telling Clint before we even started this pod, like, that Saturday night with this game and Bama LSU was just back and forth electric the whole night. You know, it's not like I'm saying this is like the game of the year. We've had some awesome games of the year. Um, and actually, with this game and the Bama LSU game, they both kind of fell apart late and the right team kind of pulled away. And so it wasn't like a close finish. Um, but back and forth for sure, you know, in the first half of both games, um, Penix just you know, keep steadily. I think he's back now, probably the Heisman favorite. I think Jane Daniels kind of took that over last week, but now with this win, Jane Daniels losing, um, this is definitely, you know, the Heisman front runner in my mind, but yeah, Dylan Johnson went off at a career day. Um, probably definitely the reason why, uh, they beat USC like they did. Um, but Caleb Williams, did y'all see after the game, he was like, he kind of went over, I don't know if that was to his mom or like a family member or who it was, but he kind of went over there and, yeah, I saw his mom, and then she had like a sign or something. And 
she was like covering up his face and you could tell he was crying just the way he yeah. was kind of shaking. Um, yeah, probably pretty emotional for him, you know, like thinking, like you said, they're going to make a run, run at it. And obviously this kind of puts the ice on the cake, knowing you're definitely not making the playoffs. I mean, it would have been yeah. tough sledding as a, as a two win team, but a two or a two loss team, but a two loss team with Washington, Oregon on your resume at the end of the year, may, maybe you got a shot. But, but. Yeah. This is like a therapy session. How does that make you feel? I want to ask so y'all. Did you first. see what he said? What he what he said after the game? They asked him what he's going to do, and he's like, "I'm just, I just want to go home and and watch a TV show and cuddle up with my puppies." He said, <laughs> "Don't we all? I swear, don't swear, we he, all?" I swear to God, he said that. Yeah, that's not. I mean, very I, I, I vibe with that. I'm, I'm about it. But he did, okay. he did say, yeah, I'm a, I mean, I'll do that tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's actually my plan. I, you know, <laughs> what are we learning about the pod? At this point, it's late. I, you know, we all want to bounce right now, and we all go our separate ways and and do that. <laughs> um, just kidding we'll keep it going yeah yeah no uh i mean cut to your point like i mean i don't really think it's players i mean they have a ton of players they had the number four transfer class in the nation some of that being defensive guys not all of them a lot of it was offensive right. but the rest of the defensive guys I, we, there's teams with half the talent they have that have definitely way better defenses yeah. um it's got to be some kind of scheming issue, in, in my opinion. I could be wrong, man. Listen, no, that's why I'm. That's why I'm asking. That. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just a dumb fan that roots for one of the worst teams in the SEC right now. Uh, what do I know? But in my eyes, like, yeah, something had to give. And honestly, there might be a lot of pressure from boosters, from the administration. Like, who knows? Uh, but yeah, something had to be done. Fire the guy. I agree that after the Washington game, which is the the team that you definitely expect to put the most up against you, that's the team you you picked, or that's the game you choose to, you know, fire the guy off of, but, you know, whatever. I mean, it's still a great game, uh, as long as you don't like defense. Uh, both quarterbacks balled out pretty well. Um, did y'all see the, the, the flea flicker um, USC yeah, had bro, with that? Branch, the rookie, or not the rookie, the freshman, came running around and uh, act like it was like a like a, like a sweep type play or whatever, and he just tossed back. I was Dude, like, oh, it that's was pretty cool. It was such a good play that it almost made me think that like it wasn't a designed play at first, because the way it <laughs> yeah. was like the way even like if you watch the the replay, the way like normally like a flea flicker or something happens, the the way Caleb Williams like didn't just run to his spot it, to go catch the ball, he just kind of stood there. I was like, okay. yeah, and then he just it almost looked kind of busted. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It didn't look like, but obviously yeah. the way the receivers running down the field, like they. <laughs> Yeah, acting, well, acting. Caleb job. Williams almost overthrew him. Yeah, he got excited. He uh, got excited. Yeah, he did. He's oh my god. There's nobody within 50 yards of this cat, and he still almost overthrew him. Now he caught a touchdown. Obviously, it didn't matter. Uh, Washington went in anyway. Yeah, this is. A, I mean, kind of like Ohio State. Do you, is this y'all think any different of either of these two teams? Uh, not really. Not in my opinion. I mean, Penix, you know, played a great game. He, they've struggled lately, but like, I mean, they're playing. You know, one of the the worst teams in defensively in the nation right now. Uh, so I don't know if it's saying a lot that they scored, you know, 50-something points. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's a great game. Have y'all noticed that Penix, I think one of his issues, and this is me absolutely have no idea what I'm talking about, Penix, Penix throws off his back foot a lot. Go watch his games. Like, you'll see a lot of these top quarterbacks, they, they kind of, I don't know if they follow through, but they, they look balanced, and they finish kind of like front four, front foot, like heavy, like their weight's on their front foot. The Penix like is off his back for a lot, just slinging it. So that's so the guy. So when if you go watch that uh, twenty twelve Alabama A and M game, Manziel did that a bunch. Was like throwing off yeah. his back foot, but was like 
dropping it in the bucket. It's just one of those like yeah. If he when he gets to the pros, you know, it they're gonna have to fix it. Gotta yeah. fix it. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know who who is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. TL. Right now, uh, Pat Mahomes. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying, and he is the most unorthodox thrower. Like you see him do freaking underarm, sideways, True. shoulders not square. Wait, that's more of yeah. That's more like he's good at like scrambling and just making shit happen, which Pittsburgh does too. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, just like from a mechanic standpoint, like with just in the pocket throwing, like you could tell, like he literally like leans back on like when he throws, he his weight goes back, which is odd. Now he still gets it done most of the time, but I'm wondering if sometimes that throws just like. The timing off just a tick. Yeah, I think that's something. I, listen, I'm, no, no, you're, you're at this point. Right. I'm overanalyzing because we're this many games in. We're just trying to find flaws with a really good team. Um, but yeah, that's just something I noticed. Uh, but yeah, I think this is. Let, let's see what happens with USC because we thought this is this is the year they're going to finally have some sort of a defense, and it's the opposite. Maybe this is just how Riley is going to have his teams be. You know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how forgiving Southern Cal is going to be of having no defense as Oklahoma was forgiving. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah. I will say there is one big flaw in Penix's game, and it's his rushing ability. You know, he has 15 carries on the year for negative 13 yards. So that means yeah, he's, yeah, he's getting him. sacked, but he's not taken off at all. And I, I wonder if that's going to be I think, I think he has that ability, though. Like, I mean, obviously now, whether he's a runner or not, like, when I picture him, when I first heard about him, it was that that play Indiana, right? Indiana, I think Ohio State, when he went diving at the pylon and they said he was down, he wasn't down, all that stuff. So like, yeah. I always thought of him as a kind of dual threat type guy, but yeah, he's not. Think- he's had over a hundred yards rushing one year, and he had negative twenty four um in twenty twenty one. So he's really not. But I guess when he when he's called on, which is not very often, or he has to make that scrambling play, he can. But it's not in the playbook much, and that—that's right. what I'm wondering. Is like that may be something that would hold him back in the future. But I think they as probably a team, don't want him to get hurt, dude. They probably, don't they know who probably backup don't. is. Yeah, but they don't. But like for is this game, I know as like Clint, you said very well. This is probably the worst defense in the nation, at least at the Power Five level. Um, them getting this kind of a rushing attack at 316 yards. If you're gonna let Washington not run the ball too, a lot of teams got something to look. <laughs> They got some problems. Yeah. yeah no doubt. Hey, so I, I mean, I, I, sorry. I, no, I just, I see what you're saying, Jacob, but I'm, I, I don't know how much, like, you, like how they actually rely on it, though. Um, that, I think there's a difference between being mobile and being a dual threat quarterback. Like, he's definitely mobile. Yeah. He can absolutely scoot through the pocket, roll out if he needs to. Um, I think that's what they're trying to do with him more. It's probably where he's comfortable. He may not even want to run. He's like, Coach, I ain't running. I'm looking to throw. Like, for 10 seconds, I'll stay behind the line of scrimmage. I'm trying to throw. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a good job, Clinton. Give yourself a pat on the back for that analysis. <laughs> uh, finally, I get one, dude. I'm yes, usually sir. a retard. I'm not, not the hard RC. I keep saying that uh, stupid word. Okay. Oh, it's, it's a lot. Uh, <laughs> see, uh, just take my point right away from me. No. What, Jacob, I remember, I I remember I last week success. or on the last episode, you you were uh, made a point about the over-under in this game. I think we hit the over, didn't we? We did. <laughs> <laughs> my guy, what is that, 94 points? I'm not good at math. Yeah, that's yeah, ridiculous. I wonder what the highest. What's the highest over under that's ever like the LSU come out the L- before oh, game? Before game, I was gonna say the highest ever probably was the LSU the six overtime game a couple years ago. No, but he's talking. Oh, like as a final score, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I, I need to look that up. Well, speaking of over unders, I remember also last episode I said Oregon might 
do the over under by themselves, and I think they also accomplished that. Mm, yeah, uh, yep. beat, beating up on old cow sixty three to nine, sixty three to nineteen. The spread was what twenty five, I think, in this game. Um, if I remember correctly, twenty four and a half, and the over under for this was fifty nine and a half. Yeah, so sixty three to nineteen, an absolute drumming of cow. Or dude, like I still in my head like don't picture Oregon with a loss. Like I know they lost to Oregon. But like in my head, they've just been playing so well, and even in that game, played lost well. Washington, yeah. That's that's the only loss they have. And they um, missed a time field goal to lose. It wasn't like they lost going away, right? And I, I mean, that was like in the, one of the more like depressed moments of my life at the time when I was watching that kick. So <laughs> try. That's like the only thing I remember <laughs> in that moment. But uh, oh man, yeah, dude. I can, this 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 last like fight for the the old final four there is going to be interesting, and uh, it will. If if we get this rematch for the Pac-12 championship, which I imagine we we will, barring some something crazy, yeah, uh, holy cow! I mean, that's gonna be over under at <clears throat> maybe one hundred and five, uh, <laughs> and and I won't be anywhere but there watching this game. Hopefully, or not there, but that would be game of the year. Having a rematch. I hope the over under. Yeah, I hope the over under comes down to just says buckle up. Like, there's not even a number. It just says <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh man! Oh, dude. I I like that. You might want to fucking patent that or something. Did you catch any of this game, Jacob? Because I didn't. I I didn't. But the final score tells me what I needed to see. Honestly, yeah. yeah. I mean, we kind of knew. I mean, we said about going into the game. Cal scored a bunch on USC, and that's because USC has a terrible defense. That they're not. They're Oregon has a pretty good defense, and yeah. they weren't going to have near as much success. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, that's oh, why. Man. Looking forward dude, to that Oregon Washington game is going to be. Yeah, Ooh, buddy. I I just like how Oregon scored twenty one points in the fourth quarter. Like they're like, dude, we're not stopping until we're on the bus. Yeah, like oh my god, that hey, there's a lot to happen and a lot to shake up. But <laughs> yeah. personally, and I'm a East Coast guy, obviously in South Carolina. But it, it, depending how things shake up, I would love if there's another like one possession game in that Pac-12 championship and Oregon wins, so they're both Oregon and Washington one loss teams. I fucking throw them both in there, three and four. I know there's a lot not, that can right? happen, but <laughs> those these teams I want to see these teams play again against Bama or something like that. That'd be God, that'd be so good. Seriously, what, what's the chance? I this is what I'm starting to feel, and I'm not trying to drag out, you know, Oregon and Washington, um, but I I have a feeling Oregon might smack Washington uh, in the rematch. The way they're playing uh, since why. that game, yeah, the, in the Washington, like Washington's got some not. I don't know issues is the right word, but they got some a couple concerns. Um, and Oregon just gets better. It's incredible because they start out great and they're still just getting better every freaking week. Uh, hopefully not. Hopefully it's a good game, but um, yeah, it's just something I've been thinking about. Yeah, no, I'm with yeah. you. I would say based on like I said, Oregon. It's not like they had a bad game. Just kind of you know who had the ball last type right. of and, and make make the field goal. Um, yep. All right, well let's move on. Number seven ranked Texas pulled out an overtime thriller win over Kansas State, um, who was ranked actually number 23, 33 to 30. Clint, uh, I hate to say it, man, but I, I was pretty confident we were pretty maybe spot on with our Malik Murphy take and the fact that maybe he would start running around a little bit. Old buddy ain't have no carries at all, bro. <laughs> so no. obviously, like, they might, I guess they're trying to, you know, they're obviously <laughs> trying to redshirt art, so they probably don't want Malik getting hurt and having to. They can play Arch up to four games, so maybe now they'd be covered for the rest of the year. 
but yeah, not not running him at all. He had a pretty good stat line, 248 yards, one touchdown. He had, he did throw two picks, um, 19-37, so not, nothing too crazy there. But, dude, another exciting game, man. I know Kansas State, like I said, they had played really good last week and came up with a lot of momentum and thought they all almost pulled out a win there. Um, Texas, what was the spread in that game? Do you guys remember? It was minus four. Texas, Texas minus four. Yeah. My, oh, that's right. That's right, because I think I think Jacob might have been the only one who picked Kate State. He was, yeah. Got that by a point. Good for you, buddy. Oh man, thank you. Yeah, good for you. What do you think about this game, Clip? Uh, the other Texas was like uh, they look great, but we we won. And listen, they won with a backup quarterback. I, you know, not that really people are forgetting that. They everybody knows that yours is hurt. Listen, if you can still win top 25 matchups. Everything good? <laughs> we guys just, just hear weird things. I don't know what it is. All right. Nice. Just just scream. Yeah. Yeah. If something happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, listen, they're winning with a backup quarterback, top 25 win. I I don't know what's up with it. Is he like, I don't know if he's like hurt or like, I don't know if something's up with I don't know why it would be hurt. He just started playing this year. Uh, Cause yours has been obviously playing most of the year. So I don't know. Like, I don't know. I thought we would see him running more. Maybe just not as, you know, run happy as we thought. Uh, honestly thought they would, you know, make him run a little more just to kind of protect him as far as turnovers and stuff. Not really the case. Listen, the Texas kind of the score. I know it looks close. Texas was kind of, more dominant team, especially along the lines of scrimmage. Uh, they had 230 yards rushing. Kansas State only had 20, no, 43 yards rushing. Um, so it wasn't, you know, it's, yeah, the score is close, but Texas looked like the better team, in my opinion. Um, and, and they won with, again, a backup quarterback. That's a lot of teams aren't winning with their starter. So, um, yeah, got a good win for them. Listen, Kansas State's good. We've seen them play this year. They've had some big wins themselves. So, um, yeah, good win for Texas. Yeah, no, I, I'm right there with you. Um, with a backup quarterback, this is – I mean, I feel like we've had to say this the past couple of games Texas has played. Um, you can tell that this Texas squad as a team is just so much better than years past uh, when when they've been hyped up and everybody's saying Texas is back and then all of a sudden they, they fumble here, they fumble there, and they lose two, three, four games, whatever. Um, this team's different to, to, to pull out a win against a 23rd, 23rd ranked Kansas state team. Um, that only had two losses at the time. And those two losses were, uh, against some pretty good squads, um, beating, uh, losing at Missouri by one score. We saw what Missouri just did with Georgia and then losing to, uh, Oklahoma state by just one, one score as well. Um, they drubbed Houston the week before we knew and, and TCU the week before that. So we knew this squad was going, um, and I, I actually mm-hmm. warned y'all about Avery Johnson, and he actually didn't get a whole lot of run in this game. But um, they found something with Will Howard. Um, and Kansas State's been – they played pretty well. But I will say, Clint, you are you are pretty pretty good with that. Um, Luke Murphy didn't need to run the ball. He didn't need to play lights out. He didn't need to throw for 500 yards, something crazy. He just needed to kind of manage the game and let these big offensive linemen just kind of carry the game. Um, and that's how you win these games. And Texas did that. So – 
you know, you could look at this game, but all oh, Texas only won by three. What's wrong with Texas? But no, this is just like the Georgia game earlier. It's kind of like the FSU game earlier. These teams at this point in the year, you just kind of win, survive, move to the next week. And like I said, I don't know when Quinn George is kind of expected to come back. Maybe we even see a little bit of Arch Manning before he comes back. But um, regardless, as long as Texas can just keep winning, they'll be right there at the end of the year in Big 12. <laughs> Who knows at this point, it could be Oklahoma State they play in the Big 12 championship uh, with Oklahoma losing. But um, yeah, that's hey, all they need hey. to get to right there. Win the rest yeah. of them and get there. And then they have a chance at that playoff. Listen, check it out. Uh, I mean, Texas, those last three games, I mean, they kind of made it already through the, uh, most of the tough games that they're going to see this year. Uh, the last one being this game, Kansas State. Next, they have TCU, then Iowa State, then Texas Tech. So they've kind of made it through the fire. Now, listen, you know, anything happened. We all know that. But um, if you're a Texas fan and you're dealing with a, your, your star quarterback being down, you got to be happy that you're you're still sitting in the driver's seat pretty much. Uh, especially now that we've seen Oklahoma take a couple losses and uh, you've got TCU, Iowa State, and Texas Tech left on the schedule. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd be happy. So, yeah. I mean, as long as they don't go through these next two or three games and win like they did against Kansas State by like one score, even with a backup quarterback, then the then the committee may look at him and be like, ugh, okay. Well, you may be that fifth mm-hmm. or sixth team out if even if you win the Big 12 championship. But um, as long yep. as they handle business by a couple scores with these these couple of teams, because you see TCU is not very good this year, which is crazy that they were you know in the playoff last year and they they kind of fell right off. But we kind of expected that because they were kind of a Cinderella team. So we'll see what they can do against Texas. But um, but yeah, as long as they can keep 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 winning, man, and they'll be fine. Yep. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Move on, old game of the week. Game day was in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Number eighth ranked Crimson Tide hosting LSU and the Tigers. Um, Jane Daniels coming in, one of the top Heisman Trophy guys we were talking about. But, and, and Jacob, you might have been the one to mention this um, about maybe Milrow getting some, some Heisman talk. And I don't think a lot of people are probably on the same kind of thought process as you, but after this game for a guy that runs for 150-something yards, four touchdowns, 15-23, good completion percentage, 200 yards, like, I mean, how do you not put him in that conversation? A big win like this, 42-28, I believe they're only like three-point favorites, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, You know, really good back-and-forth game, pulled it out the end. I know I know Daniels left with a shoulder injury. Um, I think it was a shoulder injury, wasn't it? Maybe he got hit up high. Or a concussion. I can't remember which one. It was something with his upper body. I don't um, remember if it was shoulder or head, but yeah. But he, he left um, there kind of closer to the end. Um, but yeah, dude, I mean, we've kind of talked about Alabama being on more of a roller coaster this year than maybe we're used to, kind of back and forth, up and down. And at one point, which, uh, you know, I didn't disagree with at the time, the panic button maybe being hit, right? I think that was probably a pretty normal thought process at that point i I was i was with you clint on that especially especially at the time it's crazy how quick the narrative changes um Mm. i I think i said that this was going to be a lsu outright win i thought that if it got into a shootout type game daniels and this lsu offense would be able to to overcome and uh and kind of definitely you know be be a little more explosive than this alabama team obviously wrong on that losing by 14 points clint what did you make of this game is it is this is it, are we just back? Alabama just saying Alabama. Like what? What are we doing? <laughs> I mean, pretty freaking much, man. I, let, now let me let, let's put this all in 
perspective. First off, Jacob had a good point before we recorded. He was like, this night slate was awesome when, to watch quarterbacks in. Uh, between this game and the Washington-USC um, game, just you want to see a bunch of awesome quarterback play, this was the week right. to uh, you know, watch college football. Um, yeah, uh, but let's – Bama did win. Great win. This is uh, – let's – this is LSU. LSU's defense is not good. A lot of teams have made LSU look silly uh, on defense. Um, but having said all that, Milrow is absolutely improving. Uh, we already knew he can run, but he also had some pretty darn good throws this game too. Um, I I I am surprised at how quick he is though. Like there was a couple plays. I don't know if y'all saw. Like he had one where he was scrambling. He was getting close to the sideline, but he was still kind of or not, getting close to the line of scrimmage. But he still running towards the sideline, like he was going to dump it to the guy that was sitting right there in the flat. And then he just slingshots forward and runs by like three defenders for a touchdown. I'm like, that is ridiculous. That like that, that kind of play. <laughs> and then on the other side of the field, you have Jade Nano doing almost the exact same thing, like just scooting around everybody. It didn't make sense. Uh. I, I, I can't believe Jay Nittles has made it this far in the season, though, because he <laughs> acts like he's Cam Newton as far as body size with low on his shoulder and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's like half the size of the Cam Missouri Newton. game. Didn't he get knocked out towards the end of that one, too? And try to come back yeah, in? Yeah, dude. I mean, he's always just low on his shoulder when he's like down 150 pounds. Dude, he <laughs> is, the guy's like, low on no, his shoulder. Again. is a big dude. He can lower his shoulder. He looks like yeah, a running back. Is, Daniels looks right. like a cornerback. Yeah, Daniels is wearing a small jersey and it still looks big. <laughs> but dude, he's a he's a baller, man. And we saw this game. He was scooting around. I mean, he made a lot of big plays. Honestly, the reason this game was as close as it was, we saw that after he got knocked out, like it was it was definitely over. There's no chance. Yeah. No Smart came in and he's nothing. Like no no, you know, not trying to knock on that guy, but Daniels is, you know, awesome, you know, amazing quarterback. Um but Awesome, awesome game as far as, you know, kind of the, the hype wasn't maybe as big as it was maybe a couple years in the past when both these teams were elite. Um, but still a very good game, and uh, I, I'm not down on LSU. We kind of already knew what they were, especially defensively. Um, I, I thought if I'm taking anything away is that Milrow is absolutely improving. So to your point, JC, yep, like Alabama's still here. And Milrow's young, so if he's improving already, yeah, it's just – the sky's the limit. So, um, yeah, uh, I enjoy this one. Yeah, this is uh, exactly what I honestly – I obviously, I picked LSU to win this game, so I'm not going to say I was right in that. But this is exactly why I feel depressed at the end of every college football season because yet here it is yet again. Bama is right <laughs> here. They're going to somehow sneak and be a, a top player, maybe even in the playoff again. It's like, God, go away. And they just can't. Um I, this was, a, like you said, Clint, a battle for, for for the ages when it comes to just like both quarterbacks ran for 150 yards. Like that's just electric. Um, Jaden Daniels, I, I I even tried to to screenshot it a little bit, but I, I couldn't get a good picture of it. But uh, he just broke somebody's ankles on that one play, and it, I just I laughed my ass off. And both of them were just running like crazy. Um, but this was a hell of a game to watch, especially in that first half. It was just back and forth. And even before Daniels got hurt, um, where where he got knocked out or whatever happened, uh, I think like LSU started to slow down a little bit offensively because they had that um they actually had to punt the ball. I think it was in the third quarter, and uh, Bama went right down the field and scored. And then the next possession is when 
Daniels got hurt that Bama got the ball back and scored again mm-hmm. and kind of just separated there. So I kind of hate that because I wish that we could have had a healthy Daniels and, and just go right all the way to the end and maybe would have been a little bit closer. Um, but yeah. that's a product of we knew that LSU's defense was bad. We didn't know if Bama could actually score on that defense like this, and they did it. Um, so that's depressing for the rest of college football because Bama is back. And I hate that. <laughs> but this is a damn good team. Um, Tommy Reese is actually working and actually running the ball now. That's the offensive coordinator for Bama. And we talked about, I remember earlier in the season, how obviously Nick Saban is probably the best coach of all time. But the staff around him, because he's had staff come and go so much, just going to the NFL, going to different teams, getting head coaching jobs, that staff is now getting their feet in the ground. And Tommy Reese is kind of learning the offense along with all these other guys. And I really think Notre Dame wishes they still had Tommy Reese, if I'm being honest with you, because you saw what Notre Dame <laughs> did this week. And now you saw mm. what he, they did with uh, Jalen Miller. So good for Bama. It's looking good for them. It's going to be a hell of an SEC championship, probably, Bama and Georgia. Yeah. I'm, love, I'm loving the digs before we even get to the Clemson Notre Dame game. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Facts, yeah. No, I know. I, yeah, yeah. Some of those offensive play calls were third and long, let's run a screen, third and long, let's run a screen. Mm. Um, let's run this the a running play where the running back doesn't even run full speed on the goal line. It sounds like it'll work out well. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of frustrating. Oh man, but how about them Cowboys? Oh, Mike Gundy ain't he's not Mike Van Gundy. Ain't uh no Gundy Van Gundy, dude. <laughs> dude sport? You know I'm. We don't know. Anyway, he's not forty uh, anymore. He's in his fifties. Watch out, the old Oklahoma State Cowboys pulling out a dub versus Oklahoma. This is good. This is good news for all you listening because I've been pretty uh, loud on Oklahoma losing three games mm. this year. And after uh, after beating Texas, I was kind of down, kind of down. But we we got a we got a loss versus Kansas, and now we got a loss versus Oak State. Now we play a, a ascending West Virginia team next week, and then we got to travel to BYU and play the soaking Mormons, and then we got to host TCU. The so, Soaky for <laughs> BYU. So ascending there's a, there's, West Virginia team. There's a, you watch there's, West Virginia oh, football these days. Man. They're six and three. <laughs> okay. Mm. That's ascending for West Virginia football. <laughs> I will say. So there's a chance that uh there's an Iowa jersey hanging up in your bedroom. I hope uh hope old girl hears that. <laughs> so I just I think it's incredible, like we both have to sweat this for the next three games. Uh, this is what's cr- and honestly, what's cr- I wasn't. If, I thought it was if, over, and then this happened. I'm like, I'm if back. I can hold on, right? I know you were like that. You were like, whatever. I don't care. I'm just gonna blindly like pray to the. And Oklahoma I keep picking Gods. Oklahoma to or not, cover. Uh, I keep it, picking it, them. Obviously, yeah. I, yeah, you do. It's gonna be real. Not anymore. Not it's anymore. gonna be real funny seeing Clint with the Iowa jersey and you with a uh, Dylan Gabriel jersey right behind you too. Ooh, wait, what? The- uh. Yeah, you forgot about that I one. Forgot. You had two bets here. Yeah, um, that one's not changing. Listen. I, I'm still confident because I mean I'm not worried. I'm not really too worried about you the last be. three teams like you just mentioned. I'm not. And dude, if I would love nothing more than to barely squeak this out, it's because they won an, an absolute upset game against Texas, like a game you were never expecting to have to worry about. That would bring so much joy in my life. I can't even express it. But this is they <laughs> so, should have had three losses in a row. Four if you count Texas. Should have lost UCF. What was the other one? UCF. Stop. Stop it. They won by two points. That was close. There's a lot of teams that won by two points. Who? <laughs> no, oh, actually, well, we don't. We lose. Well, we won <laughs> by 10. We almost lost. We would have lost by a couple. 
I don't know. I w- I would honestly be a little worried about that. Uh, if that if that West Virginia game was at West Virginia, and everyone's cousins and that one would yeah that one know, would give me. I mean Texas Tech's kind of weird too, but I think they actually Texas Tech. I think their quarterbacks out. No, no, they don't play Texas. So I yeah. Who's that? Oh TCU. Sorry. Um, no TCU is not good. I I'm more more. No, I would be more worried about TCU bad. West Virginia or TCU. BYU? Really, West Virginia. Yeah. But as far as this game, uh, this was uh, kind of a surprise, obviously. Thanks the professional, Jacob. The consummate professional. No, 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 no. We're all good, man. The, the, this whole back and forth is why we love this. Uh, there's no need to be professional. But the turnover battle here, um, Oklahoma had three and Ohio State. Oh, Lord, Ohio State. Oklahoma State had just one. Um, and like we were talking about, or at least I, I brought up Ollie Gordon, how he had like, almost as many rushing yards as like three or four teams did in the past two weeks. And he ran for another 137 today or in this game. Um, yeah, Oklahoma State's pretty, pretty talented across the board on offense and, and obviously on defense here. Um, so good for them. And, and how wild is it? They're, they're sitting here at 72, probably in line now that they had the tiebreaker over Oklahoma in line to possibly play Texas in the big 12 championship. Um, That'd be one hell of a finish because I mean they they do have a tough one at UCF next week. Um, even though UCF has not fared well against Big Twelve teams, um, then they play at Houston and the BYU. So they they could easily run that. Um, and then Oklahoma State in the Big Twelve championship. How about that? Uh, I'm all about. Uh, it. I mean, I'm all about it. I didn't I didn't call it, but yeah, you're right. I mean, and you said seventy two, and only one of those losses was a conference loss. So yeah, yeah. Um. It's now. Are you worried about Houston and that offense? That one may be when closer. I, UCF's got a good offense, but they just haven't fared well against Big Twelve teams so far this year. So, um, yeah, those both of those could be close because they're both away games for them. And I mean that that's the Big Twelve right now. They got uh, Texas and Oklahoma State with one loss, and then there's like four two loss teams right there. So this is wide open by all means. Um, because Oklahoma could be right back in it, they lose one of those two games. So we'll, we'll see. Dude, Oklahoma had four turnovers in this game. Like that's when you lose a tight game like that, and you look at the Clemson's been doing it all year. How it went down, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's tough. Did y'all see? There was one. Um, so I watched them in this game. There's, there's one where it, it almost looked like a direct snap, but I'm almost positive it wasn't. The runabout was sitting to the left of Gabriel, right close to him. And uh, Gabriel wasn't ready for it. The ball was snapped, and it smacks the running back right in the face mask. And he kind of like catches it, and Gabriel like looks, and it's like, "Give me the ball." <laughs> so the running back's like trying to like push the ball to him. By this time, the whole line's collapsed, and they're getting smacked. And it was a turnover. It's kind of a mess, but it's just like funny to watch. Like how how did he even get snapped to the running back? Because it did not look like it was supposed to. I will say there, um, there's nothing more confusing for some reason than like no matter especially if it's like a run play and you fumble the ball of like what to do next i remember being in high school and like the snap gets fumbled or it's a bad snap and then that's just like you like look around and you just like shove it in the running back and go <laughs> just like you take it like i don't want this shit yeah. like, i turns into a hot like, potato for some right, reason i don't even pe- understand big people are coming and i'm like ah, <laughs> yeah. like, i'm gonna dude that's kind of what happened like uh yeah, it was just a lot of play to watch. And then, like, to the end of the game, Oklahoma had the ball, and they were, you know, they had a chance. They were trying to, you know, make a drive out of it. And then uh, they had a play where Stoops was running, like, an out route, but it was, like, 
two or three yards short of the the first down and they were on fourth down. I'd I'd never understand that. Like why we run routes when you, you're on the fourth Before down that, and you're that, short of the that previous drive that was a little looked like definitely a holding there in the end zone on stoops. And they, uh, that, yeah, that they yeah. didn't call. Yeah. But but you know you're Which, right. That play first of all, crazy catch at the end right there. That that out route you're talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Uh but hey, yeah. You f around, you find out, and Oklahoma's done that a little too much this 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 week, or um, I'm sorry, this year. Um, they've won some games. They're still a good team, but you can't you can't be you know turning the ball over that much and screwing around and expect to win a bunch of games. So. Dude, if they had a I got a go to receiver that was like six foot four, they'd be a problem. Well, I think uh, I think Anderson was back this game. Yeah, but he's not like, he's and, not and maybe it's just because guy. of the way Stoops plays with a with the slot guy, but like. Yeah, you know that would uh yeah, right. that would help them yeah. out big time. But yeah, all, true. On their way to three losses, we love that. <laughs> no love. chance. What do you mean no chance? No chance. Two weeks no, ago, yeah. there's a chance. I mean, it's a great chance, but in my head, no chance. I can't sweat this. Like I got enough to Dude, worry about. I just gotta hit three hundred, man. <laughs> sweat. I just gotta hit three hundred. I'm in the Hall of Fame, baby. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> One out of three. Easier said than done. Oh no, you you are right about that. All right. Moving on. Number 10, Ole Miss. Unranked AM. Close game. 38 35 win over Ole Miss. I think they were 10 point favorites, if I'm not mistaken. No, that's in the back. Three and a half. Three. Why did I think it was why did I think it was a 10 point spread for some reason? Um anyway, yeah, close game. Uh AM had a chance there at the end. I think it got tipped. And then about Ole Miss, it landed just short of something. I, it might have been another game. There's there are a few field goals that, or a few games that came down to, to field goals there at the end. Do you guys see that uh the uh, A and M player that got ejected for that like Ric Flair esque low blow to the uh, old men's offensive <laughs> well, line. Well, I mean, he also swung, no. and punched the guy afterward too. But like he's like on his knees and he's like obviously like knows where he's at and he just gives a little uppercut right to the old family jewels there. Dude, I would be doing that shit really? all yeah, the time. Yeah, I miss that. I'd be doing that shit all the time if if I played football because these dudes lay on top of you and purposely step over you and and put yeah, their but nut these, sack but on yeah, you essentially. But these at this point it was just these two guys in the field. Like there's no one else around but like these two guys. Yeah. And it's like it's, it's very obvious. And that's, oh, that's what makes man. it even worse for the offensive player. He was just standing there and he purposely stood over top of him so where the dude got up his head stayed underneath his leg so he's like teabagging him. And it's like they do that shit all the time where they just purposely lay on you or like you know, step yeah, over you or whatever. Up, like, I so this dude had enough and he's like, all right, fuck it. Low blow. And then, but after that, I think he started swinging and punched at the dude's helmet, which that's not yeah. the smartest move is punching a helmet. But no, I've never yeah. understood that. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just picturing Jacob now just uppercutting a bunch of dudes in the net. Yeah, he's like, I would do this all the time. Just like, I don't going think to town. Yeah. Very often if that's no, I wouldn't. That's, yeah. that's why I didn't play football. I'd probably get raised. She'd be like, dude, if why, you just why purposely like. I was going to uppercut everyone in the nets, actually. So better off me not playing. <laughs> better not. What was that? What was it like? Is it Was it an 80s like little game thing? It was like a little ring with two robots. Like it was a physical game that you hit the button. Like rock and sock and bo- robots or something. Yeah. Yeah. Rock yeah, they were yeah. just uppercutting the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just picturing Jacob uppercutting dudes <laughs> in the ball sack. <laughs> oh man. Yep. Oh man. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah. Well, back to the game. Yeah. Dude, Ole Miss hey, is dude, professional. Ole Miss is staying in it. What if what if Ole Miss makes a run? They only have one loss. They, what, if yeah. they, what if they going to make a run? Their own loss is to Alabama. They play Georgia. <laughs> I mean AM's not good. Period. Might drop. They play yeah. Georgia. They, they could be Georgia. Georgia. They play them next week, don't they? That's what I said. No, Ole Miss at, yeah. at Athens. Yeah. Oh, my bad. My bad. I was looking way ahead. I was like, they, they got two games up. 
Yeah. Well, if they, dude, they beat, if they beat Georgia and they run it out, would they would, man, they might be in the playoffs. They still wouldn't even make uh, the, who'd they lose to? Bama. Bama. So they wouldn't even make the SEC championship. So, Bama, well, would no, Bama, would, yeah. Bama would have to lose for them to make it to the mm-hmm. SEC. Yeah. That would be wild, wouldn't it? So Georgia really, Georgia can't even, uh, I mean, they, they still can, I don't know the rest of their schedule, but they're, they're probably in the SEC championship, right? Yeah. Yeah. Missouri's the second place has two losses. So I, they got Tennessee and Georgia Tech. I mean, they so. got Ole Miss, Tennessee, and yeah. So they, they just need to win. One of the two games. One more game, yeah. In the SEC. And they'll be they'll be there. Yeah, I'm not worried. Well, about actually, they could lose. If they lose to Georgia Tech, does it even matter? Oh, no. They would. The ACC. No, no. Actually, they could lose both games if they got the tiebreaker over Missouri. And it's yeah, so really yeah, crazy. Ole Miss has to have Bama lose, and they have to beat Georgia. Maybe it's better. Maybe Ole Miss beats Georgia, runs the table, and have Ole Miss beat Georgia, and or, or Bama lose. Good luck with that. They they they, no they get in the play, they they get in the playoff without even making a conference. No, nah, I doubt it. Nah, because what is Bama's schedule like? Do we just talk about it? They got they got Auburn at Kentucky, Chattanooga, and then at Auburn. Yeah, they're not gonna, yeah. Auburn's the one chance, and I don't. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't have a lot of confidence in that either. But this Ole Miss team is still really fun to watch. Um. It winning this by three, you know, A and M's been up and down. Honestly, looking at A and M's schedule and like their record or stuff, it's almost very similar to Clemson. Now they've scored more points. It's not a direct comparison, but both sitting at five and four. They've had three one possession loss games too, and they had the one they lost to Miami and we saw that. That was kinda like their Clemson Duke game. Um right. and they've handled other teams. So they're kinda right there with Clemson not not impressive, but just kinda hanging in there. And uh, I, I'm surprised they hung with Ole Miss, to be honest with you. I, I did pick Ole Miss to, to cover the three points, and it was a push. But I honestly thought it was going to be maybe a 10-point 10, 10 kind of game, and they, they hung in there. So big surprise for that. I, I think it's an indictment of Ole Miss defense. I mean, we saw the Ole Miss-LSU game where there was no defense. Uh, I think that's still kind of continuing. It's just Ole Miss has enough offense that it can – overcome most of these games um <laughs> right this damn camera doesn't <laughs> yeah sorry about it um listen trey harris that guy wide receiver Ole miss we, we talk a lot about harrison jr from Ohio State, burden from missouri whoever trey harris is that dude's a baller i watched some of this game and i think he had like over 200 yards uh in receptions and he, a lot of his catches were Dumb, like just absolute, just ridiculous plays. Guy had a huge game. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you though, Jacob. I, I I think I said the same thing in the preview. Like I saw this being like a ten point game at least, really. Um, but I guess I just didn't account for maybe Ole Miss defensively not showing up. Um, but hey, man, points a win. Like we're saying, man, there's an outside weird chance that Ole Miss can. Maybe make it to the conference championship. I doubt it, yeah, but we'll see. Need some help. It's just crazy. Ole Miss is like, you know, I don't know what his like <clears throat> uh, projection is for the NFL, but Ole Miss sneakily like pumping out some receivers. If you think about it, DK Metcalf and, and AJ Brown were on the same team, yeah. And now you look at what they're doing in the NFL, especially AJ Brown as of late with <laughs> with the Eagles, man. So they're uh, <laughs> sneakily putting out some crazy good receivers. 
Oh man! All right. Oh. Well, let's let's breeze through these these next two, um, and then we'll get to Notre Dame, Clemson, uh, Penn State, Maryland. Uh, Penn State just put a whooping on fifty-one fifteen. Um, the spread was uh, eight and a half. Penn State. Yeah, which I thought they'd cover. I didn't think it'd be like this, especially with the way Maryland. Obviously, I would say their strong suit is their offense, mainly because of Tonga Vailoa. Cheers. And uh, but but uh, obviously not an issue for Penn State. They're they're so up and down. I don't understand. Like they can't score points, and they drop fifty, and they can't score points, or they seem like they they just don't score them in bunches. I don't understand. Kind of what what they got going on. They just seem very inconsistent. At least on the offensive side of the ball. You're talking about uh, Penn State? Yeah. 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 I mean, kind of. I mean, they ran into the brick wall with uh, Ohio State. But it, they just look so um, out of sync. And I, get, I mean, yeah, maybe give more credit to Ohio State's defense, but still. Yeah, I mean, they, they beat Iowa, who has a good defense, 31 nothing. Um, Does Iowa have a good anything? I guess <laughs> it's been okay. okay. I mean, they struggled the week after Ohio State and against Indiana, so that that was valid. But they beat UMass sixty three. So I mean, they, they they've got a decent thing. But the thing here is, I don't know if you're looking at the box box score, but they held Maryland to negative forty nine rushing yards. Now, you know, Tungavailoa uh, had negative forty seven yards. So then those are sack yards and stuff. But um, Penn State's got the number one rushing defense uh, in the nation, and that's playing OSU, playing all these other teams. So that's kind of what I wanted to bring up earlier about with the upcoming game against Michigan. Michigan may have it. You know, they're, they're going to have a real tough defense they got to play, and that's going to be in College Station. Or not College Station. What is it? What is that place called? It's college, college Town, Pennsylvania? State College. State College. Thank you. I knew it was College something. Um, so they got a really damn good defense, and they obviously shut down Maryland that way. Um, but, yeah, the offense – Drew Aller, I mean, they threw four four touchdowns. He he has. It seems like Drew Aller himself has been up and down. I think that's more or less what you're talking about, JC. Um, it seems like the Penn State team has been that way, but I think Drew Aller has been up and down. And it, we got to also remember he is a first year quarterback, right? I don't remember if he's a freshman, but he's a first year starter there. He's a sophomore. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a sophomore. Yeah. Yes. So I guess we have to give him that, and they're still eight and one. That's damn good. But uh, they'll certainly get tested next week. Yeah, I agree. All right, this next game, I I know I picked I picked Louisville to cover. Uh, I think it's like a seven point spread, seven and a half, somewhere around there. Taking on old Vitek, and they ended up cruising, thirty four to three. Uh, man, you know we talked about Louisville, um, a good bit. They're trying to make a run at the old ACC championship uh, themselves. Speaking of conference championship, but you guys make this Louisville team uh, real quick, and then we'll get on to to a, a, an actual game we can talk about. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wish that pit game would not have happened, because this Louisville team is actually really good. Yeah. Um, and that pit is just such a stain on their on their season right now. Pit stain. Virginia Tech had seventy two yards passing, sixty eight yards rushing. That's actually Louisville is Louisville's very good, and I, I'll eat my words because I I kind of made it sound like no, I, not kind of. I definitely made it sound like they're gonna look better because of their easy schedule that was a direct quote. nah yes uh i'm wrong they, they are actually very good outside of that stupid pit game um no i mean outside of that i mean i don't know how much i didn't watch too much of this game i didn't expect this to be close obviously it wasn't uh but 
damn. I mean, Louisville looks really, really good. I, I, it's looking like a uh, a Louisville Florida State uh, conference championship. Let me look at their schedule real quick. I think that's kind of they a got lot. Vir- yeah, yeah. Virginia, Miami, and Kentucky left. Kentucky's not a conference game, so that doesn't even matter. I don't think Virginia's going to sneak them, but they have oh, a couple yeah, other teams. Yeah, <laughs> and Miami. I mean, who knows? But I mean, the way that Louisville's played again outside of that pit game, they've they've uh, they've looked amazing, really. And even after the pit game, they made the adjustments. We've talked about that too. So, uh, yeah, big win for them. Yeah, I'll quickly just take this one on the chin. I I picked Virginia Tech to cover the nine and a half. Um, because they've been rolling a little bit lately, and a stat line that I I noticed before and it's kind of why I picked them. They they actually led the nation in sacks um, coming into this game, so that kind of surprised me. But um, yeah, Louisville just shut me down there, and you know, like you said, I, I hate they lost the pit, but they're still right there. Um, I don't know if they have true playoff hopes unless they go in there and absolutely crush Florida State in the ACC championship, which you know who the hell knows. Um, but yeah, the, good win for Louisville, statement win, honestly. I'd say outside looking in, but if you're a one-loss conference champion, by the time they they run the table and yeah, beat up on Florida State, you never know. I don't. Yep. What are they right now? Eighteen. They were thirteen before this. I'm sorry, thirteen. Okay, never mind. They're higher than us than I thought. Yeah. Mm, it, that's a, that's a long slider. shot from here. In my they, mind. they need some help, which they're gonna get some because like, you know, yeah. Penn State's probably gonna you know if they fall to Michigan, uh, Missouri ahead of them, they're gonna drop after the Georgia game. Um, uh, you know, Ole Miss, Georgia, that somebody's going to drop out of there at the time. Um, no one's sneaking up ahead of them with Notre Dame behind them and LSU losing right behind them. So, yeah, they're so I'm saying, I think they would need to crush Florida State for them. They, to they, actually... they might creep in the top 10. I, I'd say outside shot. Yeah. At this point. Um, all right. Well, let's get right into it. Uh, Jacob, your team was facing a lot of scrutiny, albeit probably not necessarily warranted, at least. If you think about the coach, yeah, yeah the coach, man. But if you think about just broad, like a big perspective, I don't think it was probably warranted. Um, I think the frustration about the season is warranted and how the guys have played. But uh, Notre Dame coming into town, a noon kickoff, which I think benefited you guys. Um, you guys were what ten point underdogs, I believe, and come out with a thirty-one twenty-three lead. To be, to me, that score doesn't show. Actually, you guys were up on what twenty-four to six at one point. You kept holding them to field goals. Trotter had a crazy pick six. I said crazy. It was just a the dude, just a baller, just timed it up well. Um, and you guys were dominating there for a while. Definitely let them have a chance to get in. I think they honestly should have came back and at least tied the game. Um, estimate kept getting them inside the, the five ten yard line. They couldn't push it through after that. Probably they would have punched in a, a touchdown or two instead of a field goal. I, I thought this maybe might have been an overtime uh, type game. But look, I, I, you know, give credit to where credit's due. I think y'all defense came to play. Um, which hasn't really been that much of a concern. Um, kept the turnovers relatively in check for the most part. And uh, I think Klubnik did enough to keep you guys in it. How, how do you feel watching the game? Did it feel like you guys were, you know, playing better? Was it, did you feel all the, I don't know if pressure is the right word, but did you feel like you guys needed this with just, you guys kind of became a national, I mean, not that you guys aren't in the national conversation anyway, but like for all the wrong reasons recently, whether it be Feinbaum or Tyler from Spartanburg, you're obviously putting you guys kind of on the map for, for on the same class. I mean, right? seriously though, but like that's right. I mean, that's, that's why you guys have been the talk of the nation in the last week or so. So 
it, it, is this more of like a a relief kind of how i talked about how winning now is a relief is it, does it feel like a relief based on all the shit going on or is it just like hey this is who we kind of thought we were and finally nice to prove it from my perspective it yeah, was j- yeah just for you yeah yeah um because i could say one thing about the clemson perspective but i would say from my perspective it, it feels like a weight off your shoulders because we had this coming whether the Dabo Tyler thing happened or not because it feels like this pressure had been building and there's just something right there and it had to go one way or the other right. and it seemed like it was going downhill because we just kept losing and, and then we go and pull this and it's like okay wow we almost felt like we had no nothing on our shoulders nothing to prove we we adjusted our expectations I know that's what I <clears throat> I have done in the past couple of weeks is just really adjusted my expectations on this season and with what we got and what we're trying to improve on looking almost towards next year. Cause once that third loss or really that fourth loss for damn sure, but that third loss came in and we basically were out of the ACC championship. I was like, okay, well damn, it's, it's almost like a nail in the coffin. We're not going to get 10 wins. And that's what we've been kind of striving for at least every year. Um, we, we obviously had the playoff in mind, but it feels like the past couple of years, we've just been striving to keep those 10 wins and it felt like, okay, adjust, adjust expectations. And, and uh, that, that's what I did. That's why, and I, and I hate to say it, and I'll take this one on the chin. I picked against my own team this week. I thought it was the the better pick in my mind. Notre Dame doing what they did it to Pitt, and they looked like they were a better team and stuff. Um, I, I, I picked – it was actually only a three-point spread. I think you actually said 10 earlier, but it was a three-point spread for, for Notre Dame. And my bad. I don't know why I have 10 in my head. For, yeah, I don't know why it's a 10-point spread. It's all good. I, I just thought that. So, yeah, it was a big relief to to do this. It felt like we we rushed the field off. They were ranked team, and just felt like we got a little bit of like the Clemson culture back. We got the guys that were kind of stringling out a little bit and going really against that, both the Tyler's and Spartanburg and stuff, and kind of rang them back in. And like, okay, we're 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 still here. We're still Clemson. You know, we have to kind of hit the reset button. We're not the top four team that we have been, but hey, let's start from here on out and let's make it there. We've got the players. You know, we can get in that into the offseason about transfer portal and stuff. But like, we got players on this team. This team is still really good. Let's let's adjust with what we got. Let's win out. Let's get on a positive note this season. And I think that's what happened here. Um, I was telling Clint, I really should have said this myself before in the, in the podcast before this game happened. Sam Hartman was zero and four against Clemson. Um, now that was on Wake. You know, and I thought technically zero and five. They just said he didn't play one game because he was a freshman. Well, now he's zero and five. <laughs> well, like yeah, but he was on a. He was also on another. Like they counted that just as starts, and they said he's actually lost five times. He just didn't play. Like he was just on the team. Didn't okay. Play. Well, there you just just piling yeah, on the yeah, guy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, even I, if I, I told Clint like even if I'd have known that before, I probably would have still picked Notre Dame because like he's got a much better team behind him, at, you know, on a squad like Notre Dame than he did at Wake Forest. Right. So, but yeah, I mean, before I keep going and just take this whole segment over, what do, what do y'all think about it? so let me give you a little like weird perspective i didn't watch this game again i was um working a lot of it but box scoring it just from what i'm hearing okay so I, i've seen Mafa at 36 carries i did watch some of the highlights i did catch a couple of the you know just live little shots of it uh on youtube tv not sponsored but hey listen we're out here um, Shout out. 36 carries from Mafa. it and Cade threw it 26 times, only completed half his passes. It looks like they're starting to realize Cade's not the guy. And they're just like, we're just going to stuff our running backs. Because y'all got a couple good ones. But why hasn't uh, Shipley ever got 36 carries? 
Not again, probably because they, they do two backs, right? Because that's a lot. But to Since me, if you're here, Moffa the Moffa, ball 36 times. Moffa tied yeah. the Clemson record for carries. This happened three other times. Um, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jay Spiller, James Davis. No, actually way back in the day. Um, I <clears> had oh, it up sense, earlier. Yeah. It was uh, the the most recent was 1972, I think, with – um. Oh. I'll find the stat. But go ahead. It's happened like once in, in the 50s, once in the 60s, once in the 70s. Well, no, that's a great point because that kind of like goes into what I'm saying. Like – it, it it seems like, and I mentioned this, you know, after the the last game y'all had, it just seems like it, it's, it's <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it just seems like uh disregard. Uh, it just it, like that. I was talking about how Kate Kalubnik just doesn't seem like he's not the guy. Um, he he has all, whatever his issues are, you know, fumbling, blah blah, blah bad decision making. Uh, it looks like at least off of this game that it was like that was kind of realized within the team itself, and they were like, you know, we're just gonna run the crap out of this ball with a pretty stout dude, and not let Cade, you know, have too many opportunities to have to make all these decisions uh, or make mistakes. Uh, I saw he did have an interception. I don't, I don't know what it looked like though. Was it a tip thing or was it just a bad pass? It was. It was a tip. It was a. If you watch the replay, it was a bad okay, snap yeah. off the off the start. So K got it on the at the ground. Oh, yeah. It was like a roll to him, picked it up, got put it to a slant, hit the dude in the chest. He should have caught it. I think it was a uh, boat oh, Collins, yeah. and then it bounced sucks. right off. And yeah, mm. okay, yeah. Well, obviously, I'm not gonna hold him against that or hold that against him. But um, yeah, I mean, geez, if you would have told me that y'all lost against NC State and Miami coming into this game, and then say you, you're gonna win against Notre Dame, I'd be like, you're high. Uh, so. I mean, it's quite a turnaround. Listen, especially all the heat that Dabo Sweeney has been under. Obviously, we we're, we talked about Tyler for Spartanburg, and in general, this whole year, we're like, dude, what's happening to Clemson? Um, what, what a what a big win to be able to like shut some people up. Um, I'm, I, I'm legit. I'm happy for you because that's like it, I I want y'all to be really good when we play off because it's just that much sweeter when we win. Uh, so obviously, yeah. Uh, great win it, it, it's just from my perspective that's what it looks like they're they're just trying to play around Cade which is frustrating considering the quarterbacks y'all used to have yeah it, it is and I've, I've even said that and Clint, I, I kind of appreciate you saying that but it's not really what I I kind of concluded from this game it's not really what Dabo said I think Dabo even said going into this game okay Shipley he's out he, he pulled him off as I said yeah Shipley he's not going today so you're the guy and in this game, there's going to be two number seven, and you need to be the best one. You're number seven, and then Audrey Estime is the other seven, and you need to be the guy. We saw in that first uh, you know, series that Notre Dame had, Estime was running the shit out of the ball. He had that so on the second run, I think he hurtled two guys in the same play. Like he was on fire. Then after that, the defense <laughs> kind of settled in, and uh, we just kind of kept handing the ball to Moff. And Moff is a big dude. Like he was our power back when we get on the goal line, he was our, our guy. And so, he was able to take this abuse. Now I feel sure he needed a couple ice baths the next couple of days, but um, yeah. but yet Klubnik still was not doing it. And that's kind of a point I wanted to bring up. We won, and I got some stats here to to, to tell you about all this stuff. But like, it, I even noticed this too, looking back at the highlights, and if you look at the score line and everything, we were up twenty four to um seven, I think it was twenty four to six. Because um, yeah, they had only kicked field goals at that point. Yeah, twenty four to six at with uh like eight minutes to go in the second quarter and you see the final score we went that's probably over three-fourths of the game almost 
that we didn't score with just one touchdown. And that's, one of those, that 24 at that point, one of those was pick was six. A, a pick six. Yeah, which we mm. got to shout out Jeremiah, Jeremiah Trotter. Um, he had a hell of a game with that pick six and a couple other sacks and just like leading the team in tackles and stuff. He had a hell also of a game. Also a top uh, probably 15 pick in the draft for sure. Yeah, yeah. We said that going into this year. I know I said I'm biased, but we have two of the best no, linebackers. Dude's, and, and legit. He picked it. off, he had that pick six in the Clemson Carolina game last year early on. Yeah. Yeah, damn good player. Um, but yeah, that that kind of screams, okay, yeah, we won, we pulled this out, but twenty four to six and that early in the game and you don't score but one more touchdown the rest of the game. Man, that's that's not a good look for the offense. The offense still has a lot to figure out. And I even thought we were gonna pull it out up, uh, pull a Clemson at the end there. Mafa, we had the ball, we we're trying to run the clean if you didn't see the game, you didn't see this, but like um we had the ball, we just needed to run the ball out with like three minutes left. Moffa goes in there, probably his thirty fifth carry or something, ever, whatever. Fumbled the ball, <laughs> fumbled the ball, and I'm like, dude, fucking, you're kidding me. Midfield, they get the ball back. We just fumbled the ball. They've got like a couple timeouts. They got like a minute left. Here we go. They're gonna go right down the field, score, go to overtime, and we're gonna fucking lose by a field goal or something like that. <laughs> and then luckily Hartman goes out and throws a pick. Oh, so defense man. pulled it out. Um, two amazing stats that I did not know. This is the third time this season that we've actually won the turnover battle. The other two times was FAU and Syracuse. We won those two games. That hurts my feelings to say out loud, but it's true. And that that actually is what probably won us this game because, like I said, the offense didn't play crazy good. Just Moffa just ran the hell out of the ball. And then secondly, and this is the most amazing stat I think I've heard from this Clemson team this season. Uh, that was the first time that Clemson had no penalties since 1952, the Gator Bowl against Miami. Look at that. Look at the box score. Go to team stats. We had no penalties. Was fucking John F. Kennedy the president? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. 52? You could, God knows. But, um, oh my God. That, that's what it took for us to win a game. <laughs> Honestly. And, well, hey, and you did. You won a big one. Yeah, it's amazing it's what happens one. when you turn it over to less than the other team. Yeah. Right. And just, I think that's. And you don't, you don't have any penalties. Yeah. Yeah. And Clubnick will turn them all over. Off, Phil Moffat had two fumbles in this game. But we let we leaned on him, just kind of try to play simple and not overthink That's it. That's still crazy to me how and now I guess thirty six carries. I mean, you probably a lot of eight fumble. But even then, two, uh, two, yeah, that's still amazing. He, he did I'm it, telling man. you now, Cade's uh, not the guy, and I, I'm I'm sure of it. He's not the dude. I, I, y'all are just stuck at this point, though. You kind of have to just you know figure it out for the rest of the year. Uh, do you happen to know if y'all have anybody in the pipeline or so anybody? Somebody asked Dabo about it. Like, would they think about playing somebody else? I didn't hear his take on it, but I think it's right now. It's well, Hunter Helms is the guy right now, the backup. They do have a top recruit coming in, I believe, next year. Yeah, we do. Um, Dwight D. Eisenhower, by the way, was president. <laughs> there you go. Sorry. And he's Kata Jr. He, yes. Uh, be he's a, a sophomore or junior, one of the two. No, it should be a, should be a sophomore. I should know this off the top of my head, but he was he was the number he was the number he was the number one quarterback coming out number one dual threat. Yeah, that's why he may he may not be the starter at Clemson his senior year. Um, I must say that now. Yeah, I I could definitely transfer Oregon State. Some people are already saying he could be like a top transfer depending on what we do and stuff, <laughs> and then play like a five star. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> just not playing like a five star. He's, okay. Yeah, he's not. No, I'm saying he will when he goes to Oregon State. Oh, well. Maybe. <laughs> I'm just saying DJ's not. Yeah. We ha- oh, you're saying DJ's not. Oh. DJ's not uh, playing like five star. Their team's winning. No, 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 no. Uh, it's, 
I thought you. I thought it's a running joke. Okay. I'll no, stop. no, 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 no. You're right. I, just, <laughs> I had to make sure you knew that. Like I was not. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I got you. Oh, I trust me. I know you do not think he's a five-star quarterback. <laughs> we, we know that. <laughs> Have I mentioned that before? <laughs> but uh, two I mean, other oh, man. two other quick notes I wanted to just quickly say is uh, this is Dabo's 166th career win, so he, he passes Frank Howard um, for all-time wins at. at Are Clemson they going to rename the Rock the Dabo Rock? <laughs> that would be kind of cool, but no, I think they're going to leave that as the original yeah. OG guy. You know, he kind of started That's that. So, and I'll I think, think Dabo would want isn't that. Is that what the Flintstones said? I'm like, yeah, but Dabo. <laughs> Maybe. It'll oh make, my it'll god! It makes sense to have a rock named after. How did you? How did you pull that <laughs> out? <though? laughs> That's stupid. You don't want to know what's going on in this brain of mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then quickly, just to it's flex a little resume, like yeah, Dabo but, did. Yeah, but, but. That's definitely the Clemson. Like Clemson did against that Tyler kid. I'm going to flex a little bit of Clemson knowledge on y'all's asses. Um, oh, what you got? Uh, Clemson is the only program mm-hmm. with a winning record against these three programs. Notre Dame, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. Uh, we're 5-3 and three against Notre Dame, 4-1 and one against Oklahoma, uh, uh, OSU, and then 3-2 and two against Oklahoma. So Clemson's that feels good to say. Team with no transfer portal people. Well, that was without the transfer portal really being a thing back in the day, too. But that's uh, quite fun to say, quite happy to say as a Clemson fan. I feel like we've turned a leaf. You know, getting this win is a big, big relief in a way, um, even if we, we're not, we don't even go to a bowl this year, which I think we will now. But um, it just feels like there's a, a new leaf turned over. We're, we're, I'm happy again in a way. So Now time to go lose to Georgia Tech next week. Hey. Oh, I've Don't heard this man talk up Haynes King yeah. a lot. They he, might. That's what I'm saying. He is a decent little, yeah. Well. Oh, man. Yeah. Just wait till you play. Well, never mind. You're literally going to just play Spencer Rattler. There's no offensive line. It's going to be Clemson defense versus Spencer Rattler and Leggett. Are y'all? And there's going to be like 11 a. 11 uh, on two. Uh, there will be a five gator uh, yeah, we play a, count yeah, rule. Can we play yeah. five gator? Because we're just going to, we're not going to have a center. Because we're not gonna have anybody that's healthy, so just five gator. It's like three Mississippi, and then, and then after, and then after five gator, he can also run. You know that's a Mississippi per offensive rush, lineman y'all lost this year. You get you get one blitz. Per, how do we play? One blitz per four downs. One one quarterback sneak <laughs> per four downs. Genuinely, oh, after uh, I don't know if y'all saw much of that game, but like genuinely, are y'all scared to play this Clemson defense? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not scared to play Clemson defense. I I'm, knew he I'm was scared, say that. scared to. No, no, no. This was not a knock on Clemson. I'm scared to play any any fucking living organism yeah. with a heartbeat on the other side. <laughs> Jacksonville State was absolutely destroying us. One one defensive end on the other side came and grabbed Juju McDowell from the back and fucking yanked him down like a rag doll. And I was like, face mask? Nope. Okay, yeah. Got it. Cool. Good talk. Oh, yeah. God. All right, we'll get All to right. them a little bit. Well, speaking of five-star quarterbacks, uh, or not. There it is. Colorado is set up like this. Oregon State, 26-19. <laughs> Colorado almost pulled the upset. Almost not really. They were down. They scored a tut at the end, like a minute 50 left to a good little backdoor cover, which I like uh, for my own sake. But 26-19, mm, Oregon State getting the dub. This didn't really make headlines. Uh, did you guys see that? I think it actually happened before this game that Colorado, Dion, like, I don't know. If I, I'm assuming just fired him, not demoted, but fired maybe the OC and promoted somebody else within the program. Did you guys see that? I did not. So I saw the headline, but it like it didn't seem like it was a reputable source, I would say. 
So I didn't know if you guys had seen that. Uh, that he fired the OC? Yeah, because apparently the OC had left, uh, had a head coaching job potential and then, you know, went to be the OC. Uh, but I think it would have been made more. Uh, oh, my bad. Okay, so somebody got promoted to co-offensive coordinator. That might have been the thing. Oh. Oh, there you go. Yeah, y'all two took Colorado in this one. Okay, no, that's they, what so it the is. Back. The, they made the coke. That's all right. I wasn't talking. Sorry. I'm saying. <laughs> Got him. New, new right. play caller. New play caller. Not fine. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, man. You were still in your train of thought. Uh, I well, saw I was, it. I was no, trying I to read it. No, well, that no, was the dad that came good. out right there. All right. Tell me about, tell me about DJ. Hey, listen, he's freaking amazing. That guy. It's almost like if Clemson had a quarterback. Every time. <laughs> we would have, if DJ was playing Clem, like against Notre Dame, we've been the same result. Uh, yeah. No, because he played good versus Notre Dame. He would have fumbled, given the ball to the film office somehow. You know it. At least Cade can do that. No chance he's fumbling more than. You guys fumbled the uh, ball anyway. Cade. You know, I was happy for a little bit there. We got to bring you back down the earth. Yeah, got to bring you back down. We can't. <laughs> I can only pump you up so much. Uh, I saw none of this game. I, I'm i not going to go back and watch this, to be honest. Uh, but the back door kind of hurt me because y'all both picked Colorado to cover, and it hit for you guys. So congrats. Uh, yeah, uh, another loss for Colorado, who everybody thought was a freaking playoff team in the beginning of the year, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then hey, your there. little back door hurt. Yeah, dude, that hurt. Right, right in the back door. Uh, love that. Oregon State. <laughs> Oregon State's another win, man. Pretty good. I know. I know. JC thought they were going to win like three games this year, and they they might triple that. So, oh, they could. They're still well, in it for the Pac-12. So, um, so they might win nine games. So you're saying? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I think I think they got a tough schedule finishing. They got Stanford the- next week, then they got Washington at Oregon. Oh yeah, God, they have the toughest schedule. <laughs> All right, so they won't triple how, split. Yeah, how many wins they have right now? Seven. Seven. Okay, so they're an eight-win team. Got it. Yeah, possibly. Um, but yeah, I, I don't want to be like, okay, I, I got this right. Colorado has already exceeded expectations. Vegas had them at over-under wins like three, and they beat that early on. So I think with injuries and figuring out playing these better teams and stuff throughout the year, Colorado's right where we thought they were kind of going to be at. Um, and they're still a big improvement. I think Colorado last year, even with everything else, like just losing the Oregon State, this this high rank of a team by just one score is is a good result for them. Um, so, good game. Guess how many yards they rushed for Colorado? Six, negative seven. I, I saw it. Yeah, I said, God, yeah, I, seven. yeah I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, Zach and Justin, maybe they have a little more than that. But so I win the, that the, one. Edwards, I, I mean, closest without cheating. That's right. Yes, yeah. that's right. It's it's not tough though when it's only three of us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So freaking, I mean, th- th- so they're running backs. Four carries, seventeen yards. Two carries, eight yards. Five carries, six yards. Uh, it's that's what Dion needs to work they on have the most. Zero run run game. Yeah, he's got a quarterback. Yeah, he needs to get offensive line a little bit better. Like you said, he's just going to find new offensive linemen, but he needs to figure out how to run the ball a little better. Take some of the pressure off of... From South Carolina. Well, no, but yeah. So that's a good thing. 
tell me tell me how this works and i know that we we're we are running late but who cares uh i'm assuming the backup quarter or no 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 maybe he's the running back aiden chiles i don't know running back for Oregon state um Deshaun Fenwick's one of the hey, backs. He went 0 for 1 passing QBR 99. Wait, what? I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's a penalty. He I, had I don't, two rushes like for passing yards where he threw like yeah, but then, like, a touchdown. You yeah. you 0 for run passing. You shouldn't qualify 99 for a, QBR. You shouldn't qualify for a QBR then. You tell me if I get one incompletion, my QBR is 99. You're you're top like one percent of QBs, yes. Hell yeah. He he I'm had two rushes for twenty nine yards and a touchdown. I don't know if that maybe QBR is like a weird so there's a lot that goes into that. So maybe if you made the right, yeah, it's right read. Yeah. And you know, took off with it, scored, it still helps him, I guess. But Oh no, he's a quarterback. He's 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 a quarterback. Yeah. Does does running count towards QBR? I would imagine because it's all about making the right reads as well. Like I think your QBR doesn't go down much. QBR for is one fifty eight point three. That's a perfect QBR. No, that's passer rating. Yes, oh, QBR right. is a hundred zero to oh, hundred. Yeah, I've oh, explained okay. this in the in the pod. Like, uh, if you ever listen to me, I do. This you're is you're the guys that are listening to other shit. <laughs> What's the next game? Uh, Speaking of shit, UConn. <laughs> somebody picked in the cover. Who was it? One of you picked them. I, I think Jacob. Did. I, I think I did. Yeah. Jacob. Yeah. Because yeah. I yeah. didn't think Tennessee would fucking put up fifty on them. What did like, I tell damn. you? Milton sucks, but there's going to score a lot of points. <laughs> Fair enough. Speaking, oh, of, speaking of teams that I picked to cover that got blown out. Okay, Tennessee won. What, what was it? Final score. Fifty nine. Fifty nine to three. All right. Cool. I picked Arizona State to cover though, and they lost fifty five to three to Utah. <laughs> there you um, go. I, Comes you guys goes. remember that guy? Uh, you guys remember that uh, quarterback named Nate Johnson that used to play quarterback at Utah, but doesn't play anymore because Bryson Barnes? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, mm-hmm. they gave him two yeah. carries, and he ran for 79 yards in a thud. So he's still around. I don't know if he was Yikes. you know, lined up under center, or he just went the running back. I don't know. Barnes also ran for 56 yards, threw for four touchdowns. They ran for 350 yards as a team. So, uh, yeah, Utah's back, I guess. So they were soaking up that win. They're... Uh, down and wherever Utah's at, or wherever their school is. Um, yeah. yeah. After losing to Oregon like that, I feel like Utah was in like a rage room and Arizona State was like a, a mirror or something like that and they were just fucking beating on them. Like, that's exactly that's what they Sure. Um, Nico, Nico got some play time this game. He did. Uh, wait, you talking about the Tennessee game? I thought we were still... No, we, did you? Did we already move on? The Utah game. He kind of just done. flew by there. I thought you were just like, I thought you were saying a random stat about Utah didn't bring it. No, I just, oh, the shit. next game is Utah. So I was like, I was giving Jacob a hard time for picking a team that. That was the fastest transition. I think we said the name Tennessee and then transitioned. Utah. I yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, do you want to talk about I mean, it was a nice throw. I saw it. No, it's just, if we anybody was ever to catch, like, sock on if we we're going to catch Tennessee slipping, it was this year because uh, Nico is coming. And. He's definitely going to be a better quarterback than Mel. Um, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. On? No, he doesn't. Lenore Sellers. Are you kidding me, bro? Come Fair on, enough. man. Have some confidence. Fair enough. We just need offensive linemen. Um, which we got. Coming. I hope his goggles are just uh, clear lenses. <laughs> I mean. It's like yeah. he actually has 20-20 vision. He's just like. 
Dude, now that's badass. What is safety you goggles? Just decide yeah. to wear safety goggles. Yeah. Just to the block poking me in the eye. Honestly, well, just wear a visor. No, goggles are cooler. <laughs> goggles are cooler. All right. Upset. Upset. Yeah. Not only y'all go ahead, go ahead and move on to. Hey, we're moving on to uh, Arizona and UCLA. Yes. Right, and that, and then I'll start talking about Utah. That's fine. That's perfect. Since that's I'm, perfect. yeah, there you, go. you must have All missed right. my soaking talk. Um, <laughs> you definitely did. UCLA was favored, I believe. Uh, they were. They hey, were three what, point. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? I don't think any of you boys listen to me. Fafita's the real deal. Next year in the Heisman race, brother. I Arizona, Arizona twenty-seven ten. We all picked Arizona. <laughs> Why? You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh shit! All right, I'm glad you guys listened to me. Twenty-seven. Hey, and they're ranked now. They're in the AP top twenty-five. Well, maybe. are they going to be in the college football rankings? Is the question. Shit, yeah, that's shit, a good maybe. question. Air Force lost. The AP poll is dead to us, guys. That is true. It is dead. But listen, uh, Arizona needed some kind of respect, so at least they got it in the AP poll. Fafita. I saw Gronk was there at the game, and he was like directing the band and everything. He was having a hell of a good time. Hell yeah! Oh my god, love it, love it. That dude is the happiest man in the world. Yes, he is. Living his best life. Oh, Clint, we're moving on. Kansas, Iowa State, twenty-one ranked Kansas, twenty-eight, twenty-one. Guess who didn't play quarterback for Kansas, boys? The guy we talked about, Jalen. You are correct. You are correct. Like is I'm, that how it's pronounced? I think it's Jalen or Jalen. I don't know. It's spelled Jalen. I think it's Jalen. Right. Anyway, sorry. If he actually played and we could hear the announcers talking about him, we would know. Fair. But we haven't seen that. But 28 21 dub over Iowa State, still rolling. You know, they had a lot of momentum coming after uh, after that win over Oklahoma. You guys remember that one only a week ago? But... <laughs> sorry, it's getting late. All right. We're moving on again. Two lane. Green Wave. <laughs> Wait, did, I forgot. Did, which one did Gavin pick? Because this is we got we got waves and pirates. Oh, uh, I don't know. I, his list is down, so I gotta go find it. Uh, I don't know. All right, he's probably asleep. I guarantee he's gonna pick pirates. Though. Well, they did cover, and they were big underdogs. I know this one upsets me. You covered pick, against Tulane, and I picked them. I told you that's it, pirates. This is what upsets Jack me. Sparrow. It's yeah, they're they're one of freaking eight, and. JC, for some stupid freaking reason, you. goes, you know what? Yeah, they're going to cover. No, I gave you more of a breakdown. Do you listen to the pod, dude? <laughs> <laughs> what was your breakdown? Uh, some bro science that, bullshit? That East Carolina actually has a decent team in the past. This is not the year Tulane. Eh. That makes and no I sense. I said something about Blackbeard, I think, and Pirates or some shit. <laughs> exactly. No That's sense. the stupid crap that you talk about, and then it hits. That's the worst part. It actually yep. hits. And I'm sitting here like, why do we even try? I should just like get drunk and be like, you know what? I like the color purple. Let's go ECU. <laughs> I don't know why that got me all hot and bothered just then, but I digress. This is the problem. <laughs> is two things. One, you're mad at the wrong person. Two, my ceiling is leaking. Water from I saw you look up. I didn't realize where it was until just now. From a, you might want to get a, a light bulb. Uh, uh, that's not good. We'll yeah, talk about I that. Think, after uh, I and you, guarantee I what that's a, going I on. A, I think a, I think a pipe got. Uh, yeah, that's not good. That's not good at all. Anyways, right. what well, can you think about it now besides a lot of tripping? Huh. Got it. TV and running. No, no, it's on it. the it's on it's on the kitchen counter. Most of it, thankfully. Well, let's finish out quick. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we got one more game. Well, two more, real quick. 
Air Force. What? Honestly, Air Force. What the hell happened? Stop, stop. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. What the hell happened? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The freaking Army. I would rather any other team besides Navy do that to us. It had to be the freaking, freaking Army. Oh, my God. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Inua sucks is the next game I also don't want to talk about. <laughs> I haven't said anything in the past, like, three games. I've just been laughing. <laughs> Hey, shout out Stone Blanton. Stone Blanton for mayor. Um, South Carolina did beat Jacksonville State. Spencer Rattler stat line did look good. Um, No, we're moving on. You don't want to talk about it. Yeah, stuff all your army stats so far up your ass. I don't want to hear a single thing. (laughs) I mean, they got absolutely annihilated. Like, somebody found the codes in Nuclear Bomber, like, boop, destroyed. (laughs) Can't say that one. (laughs) All right, so South Carolina, let's (laughs) talk Uh, about it. How did y'all almost lose to yeah. this team? From, uh, we have no, girl. I mean, when I bad. tell you, at least every quarter, an offensive lineman went out of the game because he was hurt. I've heard that right? before. Come on, y'all need to find a different excuse. <laughs> but Leggett went off, not healthy. Uh, had like two hundred something yards receiving, a couple of tuds. That was nice um, to see. There was something wrong with him too, though. I knew something was up. Yeah, he's, he's hurt. Oh, he was still hurt from last week. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we just suck, dude. Our defense is not good. Uh, we are incredibly broken. I know that seems like an excuse. Uh, a lot of teams are broken, but we are so stupid broken. It's nauseating to even watch. Every every other play, another guy is down. It's like I don't even understand. Freaking bubble wrap these guys at this point. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of uh, it's kind of wild. Like honestly, it's like, it's like it's like a la- it's, it's it's a joke. Yeah, yeah. I, the, the ten points that is, that is not indicative of how that game played out because uh, Jacksonville State was all the way came all the way down the field to possibly score to win the game or at least go up in the game very late, very uh, like at the end of the game, pretty much. Um, it just so happened that Stone Blanton came across and made a nice interception for a pick six, saved our ass. Because defensively, other than that, we weren't stopping anything. Yeah. I will say that yeah, not at all. There's not a person in the nation that has probably helped his draft stock more than than Xavier Leggett. I know he's a senior and stuff, and he's he's a he's a prospect now, and he's doing this while he's hurt. Like, shoot, this dude's gonna be. I don't want to say a first round pick necessarily, even though he's got that potential, but he's gonna be a pretty decently high pick. I would feel like in the draft because as a prospect, yeah, I mean, he's. I don't, he's think, I don't think he'll go first round, but no, no, no. He'll be, he'll be second, third, fourth round. I would say he's six three two twenty seven, like oh he's a big he's, boy, yeah big boy, and he's doing this while he's and hurt. He's fast. Like wow, yeah. I mean, I think him and Spencer both. If you look at Spencer's <clears throat> completion percentage and you look at the amount of help that he's gotten on the offensive line, like it's for him to to do what he's doing, the decision making is like, yeah. I mean, I, the only he might. I honestly last game he made real one bad. Like he kind of underthrew somebody. Harbor should have got it. Um, you look at some of the intentional groundings last week, but he's probably tired of getting hit, like some of those things. But other than that, the actual throws he's making, like if you would just watch that throw, that last long one to the get for the tud, I mean that, I mean you couldn't have handed him the ball any any more perfect than that. So, um, it sucks that we have a guy of his talent and uh, we don't have anybody to protect him, which uh, which sucks big time. But the good thing is with with him and the get, and if Juice comes back for the Clemson game, it gives us a chance. Yeah. That's all we can ask for at that point. So, yep. But uh, all right. Well, we got a 
we've got some good games this weekend. We'll see where game day's at. And then obviously uh, later in the week, we'll have our reactions from the new top 25 that will drop from the playoff committee. We'll get into our picks from the top 25 of last week. Who's moved up the rankings? Who slipped down? Uh, Jacob had the lead last week, so we'll see what happens. And I think it's going to be another close one based on the little bit of math we did. So if you guys don't have anything else, boys, I'll see you next time. Go fix that leak. Yeah, I don't know uh, what I'm going to do about this. (laughs) All right, boys. See you next time. Good luck. See you. Bye, boys.